Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Oh, now welcome back. I jumped the gun. Welcome back, everyone, to Phil's Recap and Review, Game of Thrones, Season 6, Episode 4, Book of the uh, Stranger. And this is the post-episode issues. We're here tonight to talk about this episode and really talk about my favorite part of this episode, the Queen of the motherfucking North. Sansa is finally taking responsibility. That little fucking asshole, Jon Snow, will do shit since he's come back to life. Sansa's get Sansa's getting right up that ass, fucking convincing Jon Snow what to do. We got Daenerys fucking burning people alive, loving every minute of it. What an episode. I know I know some people were I see in the live chat we have some mixed feelings about this episode, but in general, I fucking love this episode of Game of Thrones. Had a great time watching it. Love the interactions of all the scenes got a lost a little bit in the beginning at times just because trying to take notes of what was going on in the very beginning half of this episode was a little difficult but in general awesome episode but I am not alone first of first off I have with me Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow awesome to see you guys tonight great to see the two of you guys and most of all, too, we have the live motherfucking chat with so many Ario, Amy, APT, Ben, Bionic, Botzo, Bruce, Claudia, Dakota, Falcon, Frank, Greg, Ian, James, Critch. Oh, gosh, we have a fucking huge crowd tonight jumping in the live chat right now. Great to see everybody. Uh, we got everyone also in the Discord group, in the spoilers group. Hello, Timo, Sam, Amy. Great to see all of you guys. It is so, I'm so excited. I was having a crap and it's just so great to be able to watch Game of Thrones and come out here and get to talk to everybody about this episode. If you want to reach us, we do have a live call-in number at 781-990-8509 to leave voicemails or text. Or you can call in and go on hold into the caller queue at 914-205-5689. Hey, Joe, we've said the same number for several years. It's tough. It's tough not to uh, to break patterns. But again, that number is 914-205-5689. But again, awesome episode of Game of Thrones. Did I love every single part? No, I could be nitpicky and I'm gonna get, and I can get into some knitting picks and shit of dialogue here, this, that, there, another here. Uh but I, I have to start off before we get into talking too much about the episode and the highlights. I guess on the show, I have to eat some shit because I've talked a lot of the show. I like to come straight out here and say when I'm full of shit. And I guess I was wrong about Daenerys' abilities on what she can do. I was under the impression of what it George was a one -off. that what George R. R. Martin said was true, that it was a one-off thing with blood magic and a lot of shit. But apparently... Nope. Nope, she's well, she's well, the fireproof. That convinced me otherwise from that it was the the hot bath. Okay, whatever. It was steamy. Sometimes some people like a hot bath, but she touched the hot eggs, mm -hmm. and uh, right after they burned someone else's hand. Right. Too. So um, there was that. There was the first fire, but what got me, Phil? What got me? What I, I was underestimated by the queen. You what know it. Oh yeah. But, were they CG or not, Joe? And here's my point. If there's uh, like, what would be the point of that? What, I think what would they were, honestly as much as be the they point had to of make that? Make them look like they were surrounded by flames. Right, but what? But I yeah, think it was actually her. What? Yeah, what would be the point of like body doubling a full body shot like that? Like what? Like, okay, so it's not your body, but like when someone like you know photoshops like twelve cocks all over her face, it's 
you still kind of feel like you got raped. People say people <laughs> in the chat. People in the chat say body double CD CG tits Joe rant Joe rant about the fucking boobs. Brand, holy shit! She said in an interview, "Who cares?" I don't. I, her contract. Uh, her contract would be the point. CG tits rant boobs rant. I love you, Joe, because she's a big because right. she's a big actress. Right off the bat, I, I liked the scene, and I think they needed to do CG boobs because. You needed to have I, for the power for that scene to have the the powerful punch. You needed to have her walk out of there completely naked. Mm. I think it fit the scene. And so you don't think that was her body? I don't think so. I think those were CJ. Mm. I think she she Cersei did. She did what Cersei did last year. I think she put her head. I don't care. I, mean, I don't care. Looked like I, a, it looked like something was going on because of I thought what they were doing with like smoke, or they put a glossy on her body. Maybe they touched them up or painted yeah. them. But I think that was her body, the and and, in the dark night. and I wouldn't see the point of not knowing that that's what the scene is going to end up being. Why wouldn't you walk out, uh, bare all? Like that would just be it, to me. It just seems foolish not to. It seems cheap not to. And if that's the reason why the scene didn't look quite yeah, realistic, but I don't, don't want to spend too honestly. Whatever, honestly, I don't want to spend too much time on the uh, on that. I liked the scene. I thought it. I thought it was. I thought it was really well. I thought it was a real, really well done, and it did. And it didn't bother. It didn't bother me too much. Well, we can get more into it when we get to the scene at the end, and uh, and we'll get into that. But really, my favorite sections of this episode were the Sansa and John stuff. Oh. Obviously, I really love seeing two Starks get together. It was emotional oh. for me. The Theon and and uh yeah yara. yara i was i was gonna call her other name there and and yara yeah. and yara that was really an emotional scene for me too seeing theon just kowtow and and feeling so bad about not listening to her and knowing being in positions like that where you've made mistakes and you know the i don't know it's it's, it's extremely powerful and yeah she, he was the guilty shamed little brother with the sister that he loves and respects. Yeah, it was it was really part. And then I loved, I fucking loved the whole Marine stuff. I think we mm -hmm. got into the fact of why Marine's so confusing. Because even when Tyrion gets in there, he can't quickly do his Tyrion stuff, but he's he's doing it. And I think a big question we have to examine tonight is who's right in this equation? Is Tyrion making a mistake that's going to destroy everything that Daenerys, whatever Daenerys did? Is, uh, Grey, is Grey Worm and Masande correct, or is Tyrion correct in this scenario? What do you guys think? Both. Well, here's the thing. I, I think what Tyrion did was actually very smart. The, the, main, the main point of what Tyrion's doing is buying time <clears throat> until the fucking queen gets back. Doesn't matter what <clears throat> deals Tyrion makes. When Danny gets back and says, what's what? That's what's what. So it doesn't matter what Tyrion says or what Tyrion does. It's all just a proposal until the queen signs off. And if that gets the killing to stop, if that gets the heartbeats to quiet down, if that gets everybody to just fucking settle down and shit to, to peace out for a little bit, then that's what he's got to do. And I think that's the smart move. Because do you think ultimately Tyrion's goal in all of this is to protect Marine or get Daenerys or him and Varys have their own agenda to get Daenerys to Westeros, to fuck all this up, to make it all a big bloody mess so they can just say, Daenerys, skip this shit. Let's go to, let's go to Westeros. Well, I think Tyrion, Tyrion would love to see them go to Westeros, but I think mm -hmm. ultimately Tyrion's goal right now is for those four people in that room, uh, Grey Worm, Masande, himself, Varys, even Dario and Jorah when they get back, 
to not lose their fucking heads yep. for for because without Danny there, without Danny the Queen holding everybody together and in this tenuous situation together, people start to think, well, why should this little little fucking dwarf be in charge? Why should that eunuch be in charge? Why should that ex-slave be in charge? We're the ex-slaves that know what's going on. We're gonna we're gonna say what's going on, and there's no Danny here to to stop us. So they start rising up and start to feel themselves because they don't like what's going on. <clears throat> and the masters are doing it, and the harpies are doing it, whatever. So, you know, basically Tyrion needs to make sure they all don't die. And they don't lose control. So whatever it takes to get peace for now until Danny gets her ass back here. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Jumping in the Discord group. I love this show outside of Ramsey's grandstanding, says Corey. Every time Ramsey's on screen, I smile. Oh, Ramsey. Oh, that's great. Grey Worm and Masande just kind of need to go away. Tyrion basically called about last year for being boring as fuck, says Corey. And uh, thank you for all the love in the Discord group. I appreciate that right now. Trying to get back into the other chat, but oh my goodness, everything's free. Awesome stuff. Masande's looking fine as ass. If Torben conquers, he'll truly be able to... uh... Oh yeah. Right when they walked in, right at that moment he walked in, Tormin saw Brienne the Beauty, and he was he was. Oh, I can see I can see Tormund decked out in oh some emeralds, boy. some sapphires. What is it? The the sapphire isles. The sapphire Where's isles. From? Yeah, the sapphire isles. Oh, beautiful stuff. Uh, that's that's you could you could just see how puppy dog beautiful he was for her. Oh, oh my gosh, she looks so wonderful. Oh, we got Ramsey is hot. He was intense. T- I don't know. T- Tell him, tell him, Steve, Dave, OSHA, good try, yeah, <laughs> good try. See, see how well I'm eating this, this, uh, this bone out, baby. Does anyone? See how well I'm eating this. Anybody think that da- that Danny's gonna be pissed at what Tyrion did? Yes, I think Daenerys is gonna be really pissed. Mm-hmm. Let's let's ask our let's ask our our guest that just popped in here, uh, Carmi. Do you think that Daenerys is gonna be pissed off at the scheming that Tyrion did tonight? Yo, I just saw the episode. Holy shit, that was fucking good. What the fuck happened Dude. while I was away? I came in late. Like, I just finished the episode just now. What the right. fuck What the happened? fuck just happened, dude? Yeah. First, the fuck? How did they kill Osha? Like, she just came back. What the- oh, my so, God. So, someone in the comments suggested this to me because last week I was I said, oh, it's got to be a conspiracy of some sort because they kept Osha alive. No. The Umbers hate. No, and they someone said in the comments, they said, don't be an idiot. Osha was a somewhat main character, so they just want to bring her back to kill her because they can't kill no. her off screen. And that's yeah. what they did. They killed her. They brought her back just so Ramsey could, be, could stab her. It was horrible. In such a I mean, assassination attempt on her part. Oh. That's what I didn't like She got something done in the end, kind of, but uh, people were saying it's a conspiracy. It's not really like, you know, they didn't really kill Shaggy Dog. You really think these fucking people are that smart at writing the show? Come on, let's go. You're giving them too much fucking I know. credit. I, in, in, the se- in the sense, I think more than, more than that necessarily, I think I was just uh, in denial. I, I was in denial well, that... That I didn't want it to be true, Carmine. I I, be- I begged for it not to be true. And for the, for that matter, like what what if it if it wasn't true, then what you say stands to be absolutely true. And you can't give them that much credit because they couldn't even get the fucking di- dead direwolf head to look right. <laughs> they couldn't even write like write a good prop into the fucking script, you know, like so. Fair enough. They probably just re reuse the prop from uh, that was on Ro- tied up into on Rob Stark. But yeah, what an episode! The, what we we're talking about at the beginning is I get and I want to get your your take on this, Carmine. Is I guess I was wrong in thinking that Daenerys not burning was a one time thing. I guess she's just 
fireproof then, well, right? Uh, a court, well, trust me, this has been a fucking discussion in my comment section for the past two to three years. Um, George R. R. Martin said, I believe he said that her not being burnt was a one-time thing that had to do with, like, magic and, like, the moon's aligning and, you know, like, someone did a backflip through a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a special occasion. But I guess the show is doing that thing where uh, she has a rare genetic trait among Targaryens where she can't be burned because her brother was burned, but she can't be burned. So it's a, it's it's something that I guess she is capable of, you know, resisting. Yeah, it's 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 interesting that they went there. I think that the sh that they wanted to make sure we knew that they cleared that up because that was something that was all up in the air. And again, not being what is better, what is worse. I wonder if that's something that's going to be different from book to show. Well, I got I got I got to say I'm more surprised that she actually got naked this time. Was that her real titties or that CGI like last week with last time with Cersei? That's the. It's funny you mentioned that. That was a big debate in the uh, in the chat at the early part of the show. I I say it was it was uh, she. Cersei did, but well, I'll have to I'll have to rewatch and do some comparison. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the the uh, the geniuses on I'm gonna trust the geniuses on Reddit and stuff to figure this out in the tw next twenty four hours. I gotta I gotta point out this too that when she the first time she walks out of a fire, um, Carl Drogo is getting burned alive, right? Yes. No. It, well, it was his funeral pyre. His funeral well, pyre. Was he, was he, he, he dead? Suffocated she suffocated him. him, but okay. So Mary Masdor. Okay. Mary Mas. Yeah, Mary Masdor. Yeah, but the, the witch, witch was. was alive in that fire. Yeah. Yes. Right. The witch was alive in that fire. Also in this. Oh, house. I know where you're going with this, Joe. You're saying that she got power from seven all the dead people. Yep. Burning alive in that fucking house. Interesting. That 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 that's an interesting perspective. So you're saying she got powered up maybe by the by the uh, by the death life, of everyone around her. Kind of right. But well, there's one thing about okay. So the hot the hot iron doesn't burn my hands, or the hot eggs don't burn my hands, or the hot water doesn't burn my skin, but like. Walking through fire and, and, and like sitting around in a, uh, an inferno like that is something different. And both times that we've seen her survive that, life has been paid for for her to walk out alive. Uh, it, once was the witch, and this other time was all these fucking calls and whatever servants were in that. Superpower. Well. Uh, Carmine, we have a question from you for the chat. Hey, Red, hey Red Team, what are your thoughts on people saying Sansa and John are going to hook up? Oh. <laughs> No, they, they're not. They're not Lannisters. They're, they're, like, I, I don't say, know. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you guys a question. Yep. I, I gotta ask Joe this question because Joe apparently knows more than I do. You, you've been. You've, Joe has stumped me before. Joe has, has Sansa and, and Jon Snow ever interacted in season one? Did we ever see them do that? I I believe we did see a snooty reaction at least once in season one, and I do know that um. I want to say yes. I want to say there was at least one interaction between them at castle at the castle i gotta or go back and watch it i don't remember i think but, jo um, joe i think it's oh. a scene where aria is it the scene where they're all outside and they're laughing i don't think they actually talk i think Sa sansa like gives him a snooty look and walks off with catlin in a scene or something it like says, that yeah. says something to him like i think right. she says something snotty to him because i remember the, the first thing i uh, said when, uh, i'm jumping in the chat just not not meaning to correct because everyone in the chat's going crazy never no 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 never I, never i want i i know that i, I feel like there was I feel like there really was too. If not in the show, then maybe in the books that I'm missing. Because as soon as, as that's soon as that's what Vince said. Sansa hating John is only in the books. The first thing out of my mouth was, "Oh, she was a wicked douchebag to him." Like this hug, and then the first thing out of her mouth was, I "I'm sorry, I was a wicked douchebag to you." Yeah. 
So like maybe it wasn't in the show, but I definitely remembered there being like her being very much like treating him not to the degree Catelyn tra- treated him, but very much you're not one of us yeah, boys. Yeah, he just basically didn't exist. One of us uh, Stark like kids. That. I want to yeah, because ju- I, I I really don't remember that in season one. I also don't remember Theon talking to her in season one either. Like Sansa was just strictly like put away and shut off from everybody. Yeah, she was just yeah. basically doing her studies and occasionally having scenes with Ar- Arya or Catelyn. I don't think she had many scenes with anybody else. I think I remember her having a scene with Rob for a second, but I but I, and br- maybe a scene with Bran, but not not really that much. She was she was separated a lot. I, I just want to jump in the chat here. Timo says, "I can't believe I actually had major feels and a tear or two with the John and Sansa. I swore a reunion I wouldn't do anything and I cried like a little baby." Little baby. I had waterworks. And so does Sam. Stark uh, reunion made me cry. uh, Amy says, Stark reunion I've been waiting for. It was was like fan service. It was almost like that moment they play the music, they hug. It's just, it's a real big emotional moment. I also love in that scene, we were starting to talk about that, Tormund loving and being obsessed with Brienne, which makes a lot of fucking sense. So so let's open up the phone lines and take some phone calls. I'm going to say your Aaron code when I get you on the air so let's hopefully this will work no problem so here we go with our first caller of the evening area code 202 you're on the air what's going on buddy hey what's up man hey what's going on SM hey what's up um uh well one uh Carmen never really answered the question you asked him when he when he oh I think we we we, lo- we lost it was about um <laughs> Danny being mad at Tyrion or whatever and uh, oh, okay. for Danny's sake, she better not uh, like go, uh, like go against um, what Tyrion has done. Danny is not that wise of a ruler. <laughs> she's good at taking power. She's not good at like actually, uh, you know, being in charge and and like you know running shit. Because like the last time she ran shit. Basically, it was it was all about to implode on her before she left. Yep. And and the question the question I I wanted to ask uh, or they asked you as you were coming in, Carmen, is do you think that Daenerys is going to be as pissed off or against the things that Tyrion's doing as Masande and Grey Worm seem to be? Hmm. I I don't even think she'll have a chance to be pissed off. Like I, I predicted this a while ago. I I think you know uh, Danny's going to take the. 100,000 men strong Kalasar. The other slavers are going to attack Marine, and she's just going to lead them in to save them. I don't really think she's going to have enough time to be angry. Plus, I still think, like, the season finale, Dario is going to turn traitor and reveal that he's he, the, really the harpy and all that. He did look extra surprised when he saw her actually have uh, magic abilities or any any sort of power, and he he, he did get an interesting reaction to his face. And I also think it's... In, I, and I also think it's important that... The, the masters, when, when Tyrion's pushing them with the question, okay, stop funti- funding the Sons of the Harpy, that they, they say, I know they lie anyways, but they very quickly said, we don't know what you're talking about. So I, I don't know. They very, they, I don't necessarily trust those guys, but I, I, I kind of always thought the same thing as you, Carmine. I just don't trust Dario, and I think he might be up to some hinky bullshit. So next phone call is area code 626. 626, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Phil? How you doing, man? How's it going? What's going on tonight? Uh, just wanted to kind of get your opinion on Danny getting the Dothraki to 
bend the knee with outer dragons mm. and also wanted to get your opinion on slavery with the dothraki and how if that's a major issue for danny how is she going to resolve slavery and ruling the dothraki and getting rid of slavery will that be what drives her down the evil side if she does become evil interesting she interesting. just got rid of slavery with the dothraki she killed all the dothraki leaders yeah, she's now the leader no so more slavery. slavery the way she did before <laughs> i rule and there's no slavery right done follow me listen listen to me and how do i feel there are warriors and freed ladies. slaves like come on all <laughs> done all your kings Woo. all your kings or callous are 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 you know calls are dead what are, what are you gonna do now now, now into the other half of that question, uh, Carmine, what what do you think of how she took over tonight? What do, uh, do, do you did you think I had thought personally? I'm wrong in the sense that I thought it was going to be the dragon showing up that got all the Dothrakis to yeah. to go to her side. Uh, I and I'll and I'll I'll preface this by saying I really like how that was an, an actual smart plan by Daenerys there. But oh, I loved it. But uh, Carmine, what what did you think of the whole Daenerys section of the episode? Uh, I I thought that. I like the way she went about it. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I like the way she went about it. It proves that she doesn't really need the dragons to just, you know, take charge and show how much of a badass she is. She, she can use her own intelligence, and she yep. knows her own abilities. We haven't seen her, you know, be immune to fire for quite some time, and I mm. guess they were trying to fake the audience out with that. Like, remember, we she knows how to do that? Remember yeah. that? So. Yeah. I do like that she came back later on and did that on her own without the help of the dragons. So, and I also like how it showed again her doing her outsmarting somebody in the sense, not outsmart, having a plan and going into it. Like, she, like when she was going to sell Drogon in season three, and she ends up turning it on the guy. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, she had she knows how to set people up, play dumb in the right circumstances, and put herself in a position and take advantage of that situation. I, again, will say, I think she really, really enjoyed watching people burn and got off on it, and more fucking Mad Queen Danny. Everyone go, is Cersei gonna burn everyone down? No, Danny's gonna fucking burn everyone down. Well, here's, here's the point. What difference does it make how you you kill these guys? You got to kill these guys, right? Well, you can make it fun and entertaining. Right, oh, no, you can get all, you can you can kill these guys, Joe, and then you can kill these guys. Yeah, burn, right, motherfucker. Right, you know, like, like, make your fucking point. Like Joe, you can. Right. She gave him a chance. She gave him. She gave him all a chance. She said, "Hey, you know, like let's we can work this out." She 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 that. kills him like like Palpatine. Unlimited power. <laughs> you know, she, <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's getting all into it and shit. So we've talked this far, and I do want to immediately get uh, get your reactions to this, Carmine, because you talked a lot about this. We got the fucking bastard letter tonight. We got the bastard letter to Jon Snow. So that should have been delivered as a singing telegram. (laughs) (laughs) So so I guess the question here, or to uh, to throw you off at a point, were you disappointed in Jon Snow's reaction reading the letter? Uh, I, not exactly with how uh, things turned out in the books. I, I expected him to react that way. Keep in mind that a part of John is just, he's just a defeated motherfucker. Like he just doesn't want to do it anymore. And he, and it takes Sansa to try to get him back into it. So no, I expected his reaction to be that. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I like that they used Sansa in that way in this episode. It was good to see her used in this very, I just like how she's been used this whole season. It, and I like how they, and it makes a lot of sense. I've 
at times you people have been hard on our arc. I maybe have been, especially in the early halves of the half of the show. But I I do really like this change in her, and it makes sense considering as fucked up as what Joffrey did to her, it was a lot of surface stuff around her. He didn't physically actually, except for slapping, having other people slap her around. Then Ramsay completely tormenting her in another way to drive her just to snap her brain. In the midst of all that, she has the little finger training in there. So it makes sense that her brain would, that she would do the Sly Stallone, turn the hat around and get, and, and go over the top here. So let's take another call. Uh, this is from area code 111. One 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 one. Welcome to the show. One one. Can you hear me, Carla? I'm gonna put you on. Yeah, I'm gonna put you on hold and take another call. Uh, one one. I'll keep you there. Area code three three four. What's going on? Uh, Phil, Katie, Carmine, Joe. Meow. What's up, guys? I don't know if you can hear me. There's a bit of a delay in the. Uh, Yes, we can. Yeah, there's a, there's about a you'll get a delay from hearing our reaction, but yeah, we can hear you. Go for it. All right, I just wanted to say that I felt like every scene in this episode, it it began feeling like there was no hope for just the scene in general, but also for the characters and particularly the Danny scenes. Just I'd been feeling so bad about Danny for the past like three episodes, and this one made me go, God damn it, Danny. God damn it, Danny, you always come out. Like, you always show up when it comes up. Like, you always show out. Like, go you, Danny. I was finally back on the Danny train. I felt like she finally was back to the character. We had gotten to know and love in season two. Well, eh, season one. <laughs> At least but that we got I just to felt know. Like it finally had all paid off. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't I can't argue with you on that one. Great call. I I really did like the Daenerys stuff tonight. It was like to see some new tricks. I want dragons. Joe Joe's unimpressed, but I I, I, I actually come on. We see we've seen her like sit in the fucking fire before, and like we the the same fucking thing happened. She walks out, look that? at my titties, and everybody fucking bow. <laughs> and Jor is the last one on his knees after walking through the crowd a little bit. Not Dario. Like, well, this time Dario's with him with the with the fucking drop jaw. Like, come on, we've seen this shit. We saw this shit. What was it? Season two, one, one, two, two. Like, come on, give us something else. We Someone... saw that. We saw the dragon come down. I, I got to admit, I was impressed and I liked it. Let's but jump in the chat, seen... Joe, because you have you have a lot of supporters right now. Boo, Danny, two OP. I agree with Joe. Hundred percent agree, Joe. Uh, so boring. Enjoy the titties, though. Oh no, Joe Rand's <laughs> coming. It came the resurrection tour. Yup. One dragon is free. The other two are under a pyramid. Who wouldn't bow to those titties, Joe? Bow to the titties. Bow to the titties. I got about to those titties, Joe. I got about. <laughs> Joe, wake up and smell the winter roses. LOL, Joe. The high sparrow had a good speech. Oh, that's a surprise. He never has good speeches in episodes. The Emil Clark should do game of thrones themed porno or at least her body double should dario was pre was uh praying did anyone notice Varys equals a hundred percent harpy says adam dakota all mm -hmm. the all the women in the show are showing power i that Varys thing at, at first i was like uh but that's making a lot of sense now I don't, you don't think so katie it, it's making a lot of sense simply because the show has gone especially in the last episode, a couple of other people pointed this out and I, and I have to, I can't take full credit for this, but that they're playing Varys very good right now, showing you all the good sides, making sure they show you children in the last episode with their tongues not cut out. Uh, and 
everything he's doing seems to be, oh, he's the good little finger. Varys does some pretty fucked up shit. And I wouldn't be surprised if we're heading for a big shock with him that he's playing his... I mean, he's obviously is, but that he's playing his own game. And to go with what I was saying earlier, maybe Tyrion's not on this agenda, but I'm all aboard that Varys doesn't give two shits what happens here. He wants Daenerys back in Westeros, and he doesn't care what he burns down or fucks with to make that happen. His goal is a Targaryen back on that throne, and that's what he wants, and he'll do anything to get there. I don't know. That's well, I, What I'm still wondering is I don't understand why Varys is so invested in Westeros. That's yet to be explained. We still don't know that at all. I mean, all we know is that he used to be in the Free Cities. I think right. it was, I forgot where it was. And his, 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 his best buddy is that guy in Pentos. But we don't even know why and how he even got to that, that point. How he even got to the small council. Yeah, we don't we don't know a lot exactly. of stuff about him. It's 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 covered in covered in mystery, and that's what makes him su to me such an interesting character. I know Carmine used to say a lot how Littlefinger and Varys are two of your favorite characters. Uh, same here, and I think Joe Joe and Katie as well. Uh, yep. They're just such interesting characters. And the fact that they don't have point of view uh, chapters in the books makes them even more mysterious and adds to the mystique of them, and adds to how excellently these actors add backstory to themselves on the show. And that's why I really like them so much in the show because we get to, in those extra scenes that we get added between them and watching the chess game between the two of them is, is really a lot more interesting to me than watching Magneto and Professor X play the same old fucking bullshit game over and over again. <laughs> I, I, I just really, I don't know why I'm doing that. Uh, D Danny Gone Wild. Woo, watch Danny travel the land of Slaver's Bay. Spring break, woo-hoo. Have a good night, everybody. Uh, John, where are you going? To the beach. Winterfell kind of sucks. <laughs> oh, my. Funny shit's going on right there. Uh, but... I mean, it makes sense you don't show Danny's tits all the time, so that way it's a little bit more impactful when you see them. Bam! The, Danny's the scene... Makes you want to kneel down, too. So let's take a couple more calls before we get into... <laughs> Joe. Let's take a couple more calls before we get into the recap here. So uh, this is from Area Code 917. Welcome to the show. Can you hear me, caller? Okay. Gonna put you on hold. Get back. Get back to you. Area code eight one six. You're on the air. Hey. Uh. Yeah. This is. Oh. What's up, guys? Hey. What's going on? Uh. Yeah. I was. Just, I just had a, a comment. Uh. John. Yeah. I understood his feeling because uh, he died doing <laughs> the right things, so he didn't want to go into that same fire again. Yeah. No. And also, Daenerys. Oh, go ahead. No, keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Oh, yeah. And Daenerys, she's one arrogant motherfucker. Because, wait, <laughs> like, did she not, ex like, I'm wondering, did she not expect the, the breed to fall on her? I felt like that yeah, was convenient yeah, by her. True. So, uh, I'll hang up and I'll listen to you guys. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, and it makes sense. What Carmine said it, it makes a lot of sense. And you, you just said it too. John's been through a lot. He, he's, he's, he died doing the right thing. It, ma it makes sense that he's a little. <laughs> A little tired, oh, tired now, and and Danny, yes, yeah, she is an arrogant motherfucker. What do you, what do you guys think about that? Da 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 fucking anybody with that yeah, many no, titles, yeah. of course, they're an arrogant motherfucker. <laughs> she is entitled. Oh my god, entitled <laughs> is more like it. I'm, I, yeah, I, now that he mentions it, the debris really didn't fall on her. Yeah, that, I, that, that was one of those things that. 
<laughs> the roof didn't collapse and no her. no and and uh listen that, listen when the roof is on fire it never crushes the mc <laughs> it crushes uh, the audience yo oh okay that totally is but uh john has post-traumatic stress disorder give the guy a break it's been a, been a tough day since i'm in the chat yeah dude like, that actually makes a lot of sense him having ptsd no it, it really, really does it really does and especially because this show yeah it's fantasy dragons everything is up in the air you can go i hate when people make this argument well well in real life because i'd say in real life if someone went through that they would definitely have post-traumatic stress it's not real life phil it's game i know it's not real life but if you want to play real thoughts you have to the whole acting shit is what if, what if i was really in this situation and really being in that situation for Jon Snow, he would. It makes a lot of sense that's, that he would post, have post-traumatic stress disorder. That's pretty extreme. Yeah. People have PTSD without all of that supernatural, scary yeah. fucking shit. Forget so, what... Yeah. yeah, he just saw, went to... Katie, you're right. He just went to Hard Home. He just saw that. He just saw everything <laughs> about that. And then he comes home and gets fucking stabbed. And then he fucking... Next thing he knows, he wakes up to Davos's ugly mug yelling over him. And then Melisandre coming. Can I, can I suck your dick? Can I suck your dick? You're Zor High. You're Zor High. And then don't, he, forget about, don't forget about having to kill it. Uh, fight his wife and and like hold her dead body. Uh, don't forget about having. I'm to just saying in the last two, Joe, Joe, to go, Joe, to go Joe, you're going, Joe, later. you're going back too far. I'm just saying in the last 24 hours, even. Well, like well, take the last like six months, like what he since he left PTSD, Winterfell, like the, uh, like he he was gonna go on a suicide mission to kill Mance Raider. He was gonna he went on that suicide mission to go or yeah, vengeance up at up at Craster's uh, Keep, like. He's just like, he is done. Like, this dude's life has been fucking miserable since. Vince says, Vince well, in the chat says, a talking crow is telling me the show is, <laughs> this show is realistic. I'm losing it. I'm losing it, people. Let's take a couple more calls here. Area code, we got a bunch of calls tonight. Uh, area code 315. Welcome to the show. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, of course. Hey, KLC, what's going on, buddy? You can hear me? Yep, I can hear you. All right, um. I just wanted to add that the shows, it looks like the past four episodes in this season have been uh, really trying to please the fans. So I'm just wondering what you guys think will happen next that's going to piss us off again. <laughs> I'm going to go to, Car go to Carmine for this, for this question. Carmine, what's the next thing that's going to piss the Game of Thrones community off that the show is going to do? Uh, the next thing that, oh God, that's really hard to explain because a lot of, the Thrones community is very like divided. I mean, I, yes, yesterday I uploaded a video about how fucking Sam and Gilly suck cock and people are just getting on my case with that one. That, that one's a divided <laughs> video. Holy shit. Um, well, what dude, do they do who next? Who cares if they, that's their own choice to suck cock, you know, and who doesn't like true. their that cock? Is, I guess I'm, I'm more point, more pointed question, Carmine. Are they going to screw up the Greyjoys again? Are they going to screw up the King's Moot? The only way they could actually screw it up is if they have to try really fucking hard. And the the only way I can see them really fucking up the Greyjoys would be to not give them enough screen time. And we haven't seen the Greyjoys since episode two. And I'm glad we saw them this week and we're seeing them next week if you saw the preview. Yes, so, yeah. so far, so good. But I, th I think the only thing we, they can do to piss off people would be to kill Rickon. I mean... You don't have Rick on for like two years and you bring the kid back just to kill yeah. him. I mean, That's what people yeah. people in the chat are saying that too. Rickon's death. Complaining idiots. You got to come up with something better. Sam and Gilly are both good characters, but the show does not, does their storylines. Bad, says Bob Steve. Uh, thank you, Steve Dave. 
I, I can hear you, Car. Uh, we haven't seen urine enough, says someone in the chat. They might kill Rickon to piss off everyone, says the chat. Uh, wow, why do people say they are pleasing the fans? They kill OSHA. They kill a dire wolf. They didn't show the inside of the tower. What fan service? What the fuck did I miss, says Timo? Great well, point. Well, because OSHA is not that important anymore. I mean, she did what she had to do, and that's about it. I mean, what else What else could her character be doing? She, she can't really do much. Corey has a good point uh, for the right, thing the only, that— The only other thing that she would have been doing was try to kill Ramsey, which was like awfully mm. done. Why does she look? You don't just look at the knife. You grab, you stab, you ask questions later. Corey said in the chat, they probably, oh, this is what they can do to piss off the fans. They'll probably have the Sand Snakes walk in next week and kill the Greyjoys. Oh, I had forgotten about the Sand Snakes. <laughs> Amy, Amy's with me, sitting in a corner somewhere, shaking in the corner. Shaggy Dog's not dead. Shaggy Dog is not no, dead. No, no, he's no, not. No, he's not. Oh, he's so, he's so fucking dead. Okay, I hear area code nine one seven. I'll try you again. With me, sitting in a corner somewhere, shaking in the corner. Shaggy Welcome to the show, uh, caller. T turn down your, turn your radio down. Hello. No, he's not. Uh, okay, you're in mute. You're, you're in mute again. Sorry. One more, one more time. Nine one seven. We'll get back to you in a second. I'm gonna do that. Do that. Uh, the radio show guy. When you're on the call, turn your radio down. Uh, <laughs> area code nine eight five. What's up? Hello. Hello, guys. How y'all doing tonight? We're doing awesome. How are you doing? Yeah. Great. I'm doing great. It was a really good episode. Kind of a two, I guess, question. I guess we call it. First thing is about is about Ramsey. You know. Old 10-inch knife to the neck. <laughs> is, uh, I don't know if this is just me. This might just be me, but this, this, the way Ramsey's been going this season, I can't help but feel like it's like the whole Marin Trant thing. You know, first they, they make him he's an asshole, and then he's a child-beating asshole, and now he's a child-raping asshole, and that's what Ramsey kind of is getting now. He's just a murdering asshole. That's all he does. He slays people. He murders people, and... Now it's making yeah. you hate him. They just want you to hate this guy more than you hate Joffrey or whoever. Now, jo yeah, good, good, good question. Wait one second. I'll let you get the, the other point out too. Joe, Katie, what what do you think about this? Have they made Ramsey too? And then I want to get what Carmine thinks about this as well. Do you have they made Ramsey too evil? Evil? No. I, mean, I think he's just pure evil, and that's how he should be. Evil's evil. That's the spot he fills in the show, and he does it beautifully. And you think he does it beautifully? But no, he's there. He's that sociopathic serial killer down the street from you that just happens to have a position of power right now. In interesting. He's a very uh, interesting character. Now, Car Carmine, what what do you think? Do you do you like how they've uh, portrayed Ramsey on the show, or do you think he's a little too over the top at times? Oh, he's not over the top at all. I got to agree with Katie and Joe. He's fucking perfect. He is the Joker of Game of Thrones, yeah. the actual Joker, and he, yeah. he does it beautifully. They got a great actor to do it. It's, I find it weird how he auditioned for the role of Jon Snow. I just I can't see him as That's Jon crazy. Snow. Yeah. I can only see this motherfucker as Ramsey Snow. Yeah, someone was right. saying. That, hopefully that won't follow him one, throughout yeah. his career. Some, someone was saying in the two things. One, I heard he just came out with an album this week. I haven't heard it yet. And the other thing I heard is that he was very, very close. Someone was saying this in the Discord group earlier this week. I guess he was very, very close to getting the part of Jon Snow, too. It wasn't that he just auditioned. It was he was in very high, like highly considered for the part. There was one other part. That he he might have become too. Someone else said in the chat. I'll have to I'll have to look back. But it's very interesting. And then ultimately he ends up becoming Ramsey. Uh, Carl, do you have did you have another question? Yeah. Uh, obviously we got Littlefinger this episode. Yeah, so we have happy to see him back. But 
you know, it begs the question of obviously he's gay. He told Lord Royce to gather the Knights of the Vale, and they're gonna assuming march north to help the help help Jon Snow and help Sansa. But what is he gonna do after? Because obviously we, you know, you can assume that they're gonna win and this. But Littlefinger, he's always playing his own game. You know, that's kind of the staple of his character. He's always playing his own game. So what does he do after they beat the Boltons? You know, he has a. He's probably gonna have the bigger force at the end of this. He's gonna have. Now, do you think he'll risk, you know, taking over? Because that's what he told Cersei he was gonna do. Or is he gonna try and play the long game with? With Jon Snow. Interesting. Good good question. And I'm going to bring this one to Carmine because I know Littlefinger's your favorite character. We've been waiting for him. What do you think? And I, I know a lot of this is just speculation. And, and what do you think Littlefinger's plan is here? Well, his plan the entire time since season one was to basically have Lysa not enter the fray, not enter the War of Five Kings. He wanted the Knights of the Vale fresh just in case. Wrong. So yeah, so they can you know come in and take out everybody. He's going. He's probably going to wait uh, till the Battle of the North is done and then sweep in and kill whoever and take Winterfell. I mean, he'll probably do it by force if necessary and install Sansa as his puppet. I, I believe that was his plan all along. Do you think he, he wants the throne, uh, you, or he wants to be the puppet master behind the throne? Do you think he's going to work with? John's wildling army and the Knights of the Vale will team up with them or do you think he's going to wait till that battle the bastard is over and then clean up the mess well in the next episode preview we see him with oh the by the way I'm going to get off after this because I got to get the hell out oh no but, worries uh, we, we see him in the next episode uh, preview teaser that he does meet up with Sansa again so he's probably going to you know scout out the situation see if she still likes him or not she probably doesn't and uh, see what he can do and see what's, what's advantageous to him but uh, the one thing I really don't hope is that he dies. Oh, my God. I don't want him, like, to go down the stairs and, like, slip or some shit like that. Because knowing these <laughs> asshole showrunners, they'll do that shit. Um, he slips on some ice. Slips on a white... Him, like, fight a lion or something, you know, like they did with Tristane. Like, how stupid that was. Sam slips in a room somewhere and falls into a white walker and knocks him on the ground. And he's like, slips on... I hope they don't fucking do that shit yet. <laughs> he, um, falls the, he falls out the moon. I think he's just going to scat out the area. Uh, we saw in the, uh, the episode teaser for five. Um, see what's going on. See how Sansa feels about it. See what he can do. And uh, he probably just might not even help them until the end. I, I hope he stays alive until next season because I really want to see what he does. Yeah, me, me too. I'm, I'm excited to see. I have a feeling he will, though. I think... I know a lot, a lot of people... I hate this term. The end game thing. I, I feel like... Littlefinger is going to be there till the bitter end. I don't know. That I, I'd be surprised if he died. I, I think him and Varys need to meet again somewhere. Mm -hmm. he, he and Varys need to meet again. If he has to die, I really want it to be by Varys. Me too. Varys, I was just about, I, dude, we're in the same page with that. If he's, yeah, yeah, like Varys' line should be when he kills him to, to, uh, to say, um, you're right, my friend. Chaos is a ladder. And you've just fallen off it. And then you just shoot him with a crossbow. Something like that would be fucking epic. What if Varys and Peter are like, what if they're the same team? That's and also like all possible. those little exchanges are just like, you know, like two friends being two bitches to each other. Yeah, just being two bitches to each other. being cunts to each other. It is possible. But I got to go, y'all. I'll see you guys uh, later on, maybe next week. And uh, you guys have a good night, all right? Awesome, you Carmine. Too, Thank you so Thanks, much, Carmine. as always, for joining us. So as Carmine leaves our opening thoughts segment, we'll get into our recap. Motherfucker! <laughs> but huge, 
Huge thank you to uh, Carmine from Red Team Review for joining us. And uh, so awesome of him to pop in uh, in and out this season. Uh, he will be back maybe next week, but definitely again before the end of the season. And also, Carmine, upcoming soon, we'll, me and Carmine are going to do a, a one-on-one podcast coming up, maybe one of the uh, feedback shows coming up too. So look out for that as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, huge thanks to Carmine for all the support he gives us. And uh, yeah, so now let's get into our recap of the episode. We'll get back into the calls as we go and obviously touch on a couple of things. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, yes. I love you were right, Ian. I love it when Carmine gets behind me and pops in and out. I mean, when he pops in and out on the chat. <laughs> I so dig it. KLC, I think I just called another caller you, KLC. If you're listening to this later, uh, the caller sounded kind of like you. And I'm like, hey, KLC. The caller's like, who the fuck are you calling me, you fucking asshole? I'm not KLC. So I'm pissing a lot of people out there. But but everybody in the chat says, see you, Carmine. Have a good night, everybody. Uh jumping in the discord group and as you guys can see the calls we'll get back to the calls in a second thank you everyone that's been on hold for a long time we will try to get to your calls as quickly as we can stay on hold we'll absolutely get that get to you guys so here we go back to far back to farting shut the fuck up joe please play that phil not because of joe just because i love that fucking sound fight <laughs> do, it, do it do it do it okay let's take one let's take one call here what's going on caller how are you you're on the air, one one one. What's going on, one one? One one. Can you hear me, one one? Okay. A one calling you one. Yes. yes. What's going on? Okay, they they hung up. One. Someone's like, take the call so we can hang up on you. Oh, what a butthead. John's a oh. John's a butthead. Uh, one one. Uh, John smells good when he's horny. Whoa, Carbide loves the. Oh, what's that? You you get these one one calls every week. I know, and I never I never should pick them up. Phil, oh you are there. Hey, how's it going, Kelsey? I know you are, but I end up calling some other caller. You. So I do want to take one other quick call here. Let's take this call right here before we get into a recap. Uh, welcome, area code. I get excited for the calls. What can I say? Area code six one seven. Welcome, area code 617. That's familiar. Hey, guys. How's it going? How's it going, fellow uh, Massholian? Uh, I actually don't live there, but um, oh. go Pats. Uh, <laughs> I actually was uh, just going to say that um, John seems to have lost a little bit of his courage. I, I know you guys are saying it's PTSD, but I, I really think that he's lost his uh, a little bit of his courage since coming back from the dead. And um, also, fuck Littlefinger. <laughs> do you know what John? Just to go on your point there, do you know what John needs to go visit the magical wizard of uh, Westeros or something? He's like, I need a, I need a heart. I need a heart. Great call, my friend. And I just, I see a couple people that have been on hold so long. It's so hard to just leave them here. Let's get area code. Well, what is it? What is? What's the line about courage? It's uh, you don't. You don't get the courage until after you do the thing you're scared of doing. Uh, th that doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard before, Joe. But uh, from Three Kings. Or something? Oh, for, okay. Yeah, yeah, Cooney and Three Kings. Yeah, uh, se not <sighs> not an exceptionally quotable movie, but area code seven eight one. You're on the air seven eight one. What's going on? Classic. Hello, Phil. Can you hear me? I can Bye. hear you. Now you are a fellow bot, fellow Massolian, and uh, Mr. JCR. What's going on, buddy? 
That's right. Hey, I want to, first of all, I want to say happy birthday to you. Oh, fuck you. you fuck you. Birthday. Fuck you about that. And Thank I, you. Thank you. Were, were you the little I elf? You got the bag yeah, were you the, you were the door. elf that sent the, I, a huge thank you for your little gift that you left on my door. You're a very sweet little elf. Thank you, buddy. All right. Uh, first thing about uh, Game of Thrones, I think that the, uh, the funniest thing, not the funniest thing, I'm sorry. Uh, my favorite part of the episode was the Brienne of Tarth uh, and Melisandre conversation yes. um, where they were talking yeah. about uh, Stannis Baratheon. And she's like, well, I did that. And like the final words were like, oh, yeah, I found out about that. Yeah. Before I executed Stannis. <laughs> and, like, yes. like, Ooh. and all of a sudden Melisandre's like, get the fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah, she's just like, I, I, I'm peacing. I'm out of here. I'm peacing out of here. Oh my god. Yeah, how righteous is it to say I cut your friend's fucking throat? It was amazing. I climaxed three times. I just don't want Mel to die. Says I get Brian's Amazon climax. Oh, it was a great, great moment. Great moment, John. Great. You got any? What were some of your other favorite moments of this episode, buddy? Uh, I would have to say uh, the titties. The titties were nice. If there was a bottle body double, I was literally when I saw the fire. I'm like, yes. We're going to see, we haven't seen this like since like what mm -hmm. the end of season one or pretty much the majority of season one. And I was actually her, but now that's probably a body double since she's like a big star now. Uh, but it was pretty cool to see that because she just had this shit eating grin on her. She's like, yeah, yes. you ain't going to touch me. She's like, fuck so you. It's like flames, flames, and just burning all those Dothrakis. And then she just walks out and everybody's like, Fuck. Yeah, it, right. it was I her. We're bowing. It is pretty cool that yeah. she has a new army again. Another Dothraki yeah. army. Someone, someone in the chat said, I was thinking her hair might actually burn this time. Nope. And so it's officially dead, Stannis. So it is officially dead. So it's officially Stannis is dead. Yeah. Yes. Where Brienne's like, I killed your fucking Stannis. How you like that, bitch? Who wants to fuck with me? I'm going to kill you too, Melisandre. Remember, I, I know you birthed that shadow, baby motherfucker. Uh, but John, huge thank you for that. Uh, we got we got to go on an adventure this week. Excellent. All right, man. All right, guys. Uh, Joe uh, and Katie and uh, I. Uh, I just everyone. I'm sorry, I forget your name. The other co-host, uh, Carmine. I, I but, but, but he he he's Carmine, ar he's, ar he's already great, gone. Great you job. You guys are just amazing. You guys are like a local radio show or like like the local sports shows that are here in Boston. It'd be like. Six one seven. Oh, like, oh, I'm gonna put you on hold. All right, go Because, dude, you're so busy. You're taking so many calls, and you're also doing the recap. You guys are doing everything. You guys are amazing. Well, well, so I, I will, I will give you from the ashes. Well, I will give you your twenty dollars for saying that tomorrow. And I thank you, my friend. Love you, bro. I'll talk to you soon. It, it's all him. I just sit here and and mouth off. Rand. <laughs> Oh, someone, someone is, oh my god, we haven't seen Danny's boobs in two seasons. in the world is ending! We uh, kind of knew Stannis was dead. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's dead. I'm sorry, we're in the Discord group right now. Did, think about it? Did it seem like she was directing that fire in the, in the house? In the temple? Oh, yeah. I think well, she, it, she I think she was saving the last guy for uh, I, I agree Joe she seemed to have some sort of control off off that people what's this about my I just see some mushroom talk in the chat Phil like I know you got mushrooms for your birthday I got I only can wish I love a good shiitake I love a good uh good shiitake mushroom and taking a trip to go pick those up at the uh at the store that's such a great trip okay so let's get into the let's get into the recap the episode opens up with jo with uh john's sword that's somewhere in joe's house right now and ed's holding it in his hand and john 
and John and him go back and forth. And I thought this was very good that we got this because I've been wanting this scene for, was it like four, five episodes now? Or no, four, ep yeah, no, wait. Cause no, cause uh, Hard Home was in episode eight. So to hear Ed and John actually talk about what happened at Hard Home, I was yeah. there with you, John. We saw that shit. You know what's coming here, and you're leaving How me. Fucking you abandoned yeah. us, dude. Die, Joe, bitch. I'd be so pissed at you, even if you came back from the dead. If you were just like, dude, I'm out of here, dude. You're leaving me in charge <laughs> for these White Walker. Fuck I'm you, tired. dude. Sorry. Fuck you. Yeah. What's a What's a what's a snow to do? Jesus. Phil Torman has daughters. Wouldn't it be cool if he and Brianne talk about the whole father daughter thing? Pete's live music, great stuff. Well, it's like this: if I go south and save Winterfell with you, Sansa, we will all die shortly after. One one thing at a time. Like wall comes first, I, I think, right? And yeah. then maybe when maybe well. maybe that will all go down by the time Ramsey's army gets up there, and it'll convert them to fighting the the evil forces. She, she, uh, uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm getting, got lost in the chat for a second here. She, uh, must end up calling the, in there. it is a jungle. Awesome. I cannot say enough amazing things about you guys in the live chat right now and you guys in the Discord spoilers group. If I'm not getting to every single comment, you can always leave a voicemail at 781 990 8509 or text or send me a message about that so we can get to in one of our uh, feedback shows that we're going to do. But huge thank you to everybody. Phil, don't you think the Great Joys attack Ramsey from the South and John Crew hit? from the north Mance uh, Raider uh, uh, move cycle ah that'd be awesome Leslie from Chicago Daenerys finally grows a, grows a pair that got lost in season 3 and Joe gets more than just a side boob in this episode so she should take note of Daenerys's uh, of take note of Daenerys's book Danny doesn't need a one handed man and an old fuck to plan anything Ramsey eat my shit North remembers do you think Littlefinger had any idea that Ramsey was a sick son of a bitch at this point having hear him say that everything he did yeah. this episode yes I think so did you, did you like the pink letter Targaryens can be burned Summerhill uh, yeah I, and that's what Carmine was saying uh, she has the rare genetic case of some Targaryens that can't poor Rick and rest in peace Ocean Shaggy Dog Ramsey's my favorite but killing all my favorite side characters says Mikael oh we got a voicemail here from there should there should be no doubt, zero doubt, that Peter Baelish didn't know who Ramsay was. Ramsay oh, didn't knew. just like show up. Ramsay has been Ruse's little little uh, you know, uh, hunting go dog, go for you know. You were gonna say person. Pitbull, but you're afraid to offend me, right? <laughs> no, I wasn't, because Pitbulls are cute. Like uh, it just like his, his like, it's his, he's like his little like you know. Attack I need dog. Someone hurt or yes. yeah, attack dog. There you go. I need someone hurt. I need someone taken care of. I need someone disappeared. He's always sent out Ramsey. The rumors of Ramsey or the stories of Ramsey have been going around for years. This kid isn't just like new on the fucking scene. So there's no doubt that Peter didn't know who Ramsey was to begin with. Well, Everybody knows who this. And on. right, and the banners of the of the house to begin with has they been around for a long their time. So there's no doubt, there's zero doubt that Peter didn't what? know what he was Katie, doing. Katie, Katie, Katie. I sorry, I have to stop the podcast for a second. Katie, stop classing up the joint with big words. And my, my no, I'm kidding. Is, I'm kidding. Is, is this guy <laughs> yeah. that's in the veil, right? Uh, Royce. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Royce. Lord Royce. He's got no like Peter Baelish just fucking showed up. None of these men around him and little Lord are his fucking men. He doesn't have men of his. Where the fuck are his men? 
he hasn't been like setting the stage to get rid of fucking Peter since the moment. In a in a sense, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk about that a little bit more when we get to it, Joe. But I I have a I have a theory on that. Just the sense that that. Oh, we'll get to that later. Okay. So Ed says, I was at hard home. You know what's right. How could you leave? John says, I did it all. I did it all. I did it all for the nookie. And Ed says, uh, it didn't work out for you. You didn't eat the cookie. Right. John says, no, I'm done. They tried to kill me and I'm getting the fuck out of here. So right when he gets out of there, excuse me, I think what some people thought might happen, I said it in hopes, not in prediction. Like, I know this is going to happen more and I would be awesome if this does happen. They don't waste time. This is when there's no fucking uh, reach around shit going on. No weird blue ball situation going here where they just happen to meet, miss each other. They actually have Sansa, Pod, and Brienne show up at the fucking wall while John's still there. Tormund immediately yes. looks at Brienne like she's the most beautiful woman he's ever seen in his life. Oh, yeah. Sansa yeah, looks well everybody kind of looks at it or like what the fuck what the fuck just wrote in yeah. a hottie uh what and a pot and a pod and a pod like, <laughs> like, what the fuck just wrote in like that was uh you know that's not many people have seen a woman like this and then not many people have seen a woman like this in armor riding a horse leading uh, this pack absolutely crew. Yeah. to, to, a, to crew. a to a stronghold of Rapers and thieves, murderers and gods, and And just to let everybody know in the uh, in the in the Discord group, just in case I miss any of your comments, if you guys want to message me, private message me, if you have a specific question, just so I can see the notification up on the left. Like if you guys have a specific question in there you want me to get, just like anyone in the live chat that has a specific question, just kind of tag it at me, so it's easier for me to jump. Jump in and I'll try to get to it as much as possible. But keep the chat going, crazy chat hype. You guys are fucking awesome, kicking so much ass. Uh, e Martinez, Bruce, Ian, Rachel, Heath Hinton, love you, buddy. Heath Hinton, Apulia. Uh, morning, Mayan. Fucking great to see everyone in the fucking chat. I didn't see Pod specifically. I'd have to rewatch the scene. I know he was there though. What did you, hmm. did we see Pod in the scene? When they, yeah. When they come in on horseback, yes. Okay. And he was I, at the table next to um. Brienne when Tormund Awesome. I, I just yeah, I yeah, sort of missed all, it. So Sansa yeah, looks I, he looked kind of afraid of Tormund. Like, Sa oh god, does he want to eat her or fuck her? Yikes. Uh, so, yeah, totally. Sansa looks scared but happy to see John and they spot each other and the feels come as they run to each other and hug and get emotional. Oh. The music, the mu oh. it's just I I started getting teary-eyed. I was all in. So now so that this is the first time this, I need to mention this. This is the first time that two Starks siblings have been together since Bran and Rickon split up. Yeah. Inle yeah. Unless you want to consider, yes, unless you want to consider the fact that John was outside of a sp spot where Bran was inside, or Bran no, was outside of Craster's camp nope. and sees John there, or something like that, and decides yeah. not to walk towards him. This is the other than that, then you're 100% right. Let's go to the calls. We've got a bunch of calls here, people that have been on hold for a while. Let's clear the decks here. Area code 215. One second, you'll be on nope. the air. Welcome to the show. What's going on, area code 215? Thank you for holding. Yeah, no problem. Um, what's going on, guys? Not much. What's going on with you? I was just testing out the delay. Um, all right, I got two questions. One kind of is the theory I have. 
kind of spoilery if it's true. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but the other one's not. Okay, let me get, let me give a warning. If anyone doesn't want to potentially be spoiled by a theory thing, uh, pause the video or turn the volume down for the next uh, thirty seconds. What five, four, three, two, one? I will not kneel. Go. <laughs> All right. So I don't believe R plus L equals J anymore. I believe it's R plus L equals D, and John is actually Ned's son, but Ashara's son. Yeah. Which makes him eligible to be. The, the uh, sort of the morning. So dawn, what does dawn mean? Dawn means the sun rising. What does the sun do? It brings the light. Dawn will be light bringer. John will be Azora High. And he will be the princess that was promised. Interesting. I'm not complete. Wait, 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 the wait, princess. wait. Uh, no, for- L equals T. Okay, I got that. But D. Cut out. What- Equals D. Dan- equals oh. Daenerys. That Daenerys, that actually what's going to happen, we're going to go in the Tower of Joy, and what we're going to see is a little silver-haired baby girl. Because the prophecy uh, spe- yeah. the prophecy isn't specific to sex. It says, it, it does not specify that, that if that is true in that situation, it needs to be. I'm, I, if I'm having, you put a gu- gun to my head. Remember I, when? You go, go for a call. Yep, keep going. Ned goes, Ned goes to Starfall to bring the sword to Ashara. Yep. Yeah, in the book, in the book, why didn't he bring Arthur Dane's bones if he was so worried about his honor? He just brought the sword. I think he brought a sword and a baby. The sword was an excuse. Very interesting. People in people in the chat. uh, John will be the princess that was promised. No, Daddy was. Uh, R plus L equals Varus. What the fuck? Uh, Someone says uh, (laughs) Ned plus Ned plus Varus equals Shaggy talk. (laughs) What the hell? But but very very interesting theory and uh, and it's worth it's definitely worth exploring and i wouldn't be surprised if they try to if they pull anything on us i do think we're going to get to see who that baby is in the tower of joy one way or another by the end of this season did you did you have anything do you have anything else caller what i don't know i I jumped in with like the half hour mark with your show i usually watch every week but okay does anybody know why the episode was called the book of the stranger good i'm gonna gonna jump to another call because of the sparrow's story yeah because of the sparrow, so good, good, good call, Joe. Uh, I, w- I wasn't sure exactly. I don't. Do you think that was? I don't want to too far explore that. We'll have to wait for Aussie Man Review to tell us to to really get into the analysis of the title. He does that better than anybody on how it affects the episode. Um, yeah, I, I don't. If I, this is a very big, very minor nitpick, I've loved all the titles of the episodes this season. Book of the Stranger is a uh, Book of Stranger. It's it's an interesting title, but I don't think it necessarily is apropos to everything that was going on in the in the episode exactly i think it, I think it has piece. to do okay so if i was gonna like try to tie it into the whole episode i would maybe call danny the stranger and say that she's showing up at for this whole dosh colleen thing and then burning down the temple and making the entire call call of all all the calls like kind of kneel before her um Maybe oh, that's kind of it because she wasn't there. Uh, someone, someone has a very good point though, Joe, she in the went chat. There with nothing and left with everything. Someone, Dario slept on his hand, and it's what he when he touched Jora. <laughs> that's why he didn't get grayscale because he had the stranger going on it. That makes a lot of sense, uh, chat chat member. Great, great, great point. Great point. 
Uh, you guys, the story, what the story, the high sparrow said in the book of the stranger. Where is Aussie man when you need him? Yeah, exactly. Aussie man would be. Oh yeah, I would. I would. I'd be lucky as fuck. That'd be. That'd be excellent. Uh, so here we go. Area code two zero one. Area code two zero one. Welcome to the show. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Welcome to the show. Hey, great. I love you guys. Listen, um, so we love you watching this episode. There's something we've been arguing about for years now, and this is regarding the pink letter. So does this officially confirm that Ramsey did write the pink letter, you think, or is this different from the book? Um, okay. The, 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 I don't want to go too far. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's go a little bit down there. I think it, I think it could, I always believed Ramsey wrote it personally, so I'm not going to say it confirms anything. I'm going to say that anything that happens in the next three seasons of this show, I think the best way to to fucking, or at least the best way to enjoy it and the best way to think about things is I think George is going to do things completely different and just ends up in the same place. So I wouldn't be surprised if everything is different, regardless of the same iron points. Like I think Jon Snow is definitely coming back in that situation. So, uh, so I don't think it necessarily confirms that for the books, but definitely confirms it for the show. Obviously. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure that Ramsey wrote that. Um, makes sense. So, and, and it's, and it's, and it's, you pulling him down to Winterfell, it's Winterfell's going to be easier to defend than mm -hmm. taking your entire troops up north and leaving Winterfell going at the wall. Uh, undefended. Yeah, and, and then going towards a little wall at the start of winter and shit. Yeah. Like not, not really a good idea. Make them come to you. Great question, though, because yeah. it, it's certain yeah. things like that you want to... There's certain questions that we've had from from the letters, different, thing, different points. There's another one that popped into my head. I can't quite think. The show... Uh, with Melisandre and how old she is and showing that and and uh, with Craster's babies and things like that. It's, we you wonder in how the interworkings of the White Walkers work that we're going to learn in the show. How much is that going to be a parallel to what we see in the books and how much is that the universe that they're creating? I'm choosing for the from this point on to put my hat on. And that's how I've always kind of treated it and enjoy both things in completely different ways and consider them hmm. completely different universes. In the same way if you read... Uh, uh, to do not to f compare Flash and Game of Thrones, but in Earth One, Earth Two, Earth Three, this is just another version of Westeros that's slightly different, and it's not Westeros Prime. West Westeros Prime is the books. This is Westeros One, and then someday we, I don't know, and and I, it's and and that's how I choose to enjoy it. So I wouldn't, I'd love to say yes, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go that far. But great call, my friend, excellent call. Uh, let's take another call. Let's take this area, another area code 202. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, buddy. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Uh, I'd just like to rain on Joe's point about we've just seen Stark siblings get back together. If Do our plus Elliot was Jay, that would make him his cousin. So, no, we haven't. <laughs> so, you got to have Arya come back or Rickon or Bran. Or somebody for us to have that. And second well, off yes. to that last yes. caller's yes. comment, so that's a, it's a big R plus L equals J with Jon Snow would not exclude him from being Azura High. From my account of what I um of like you know watching, I can't remember who did the, who did those videos, but it was um it's some dude that does all these like theory videos on like what you need for the Azura High prophecy to be true. Whatever is, you need a certain lineage of of uh of Targaryens or whatever and the Rhaegar Rhaegar is related to the people 
that you would need Jon Snow to be related to for that to also work. Mm-hmm. So that to me that, that to me Jon still fulfills the prophecy even if he is Rhaegar's kid. And um oh, yeah, that's not Danny's that's not Danny's body. Yeah. I I look I look <laughs> back at Danny's body in the in the other seasons or whatever me. when she got naked to like cuz when I first saw it I was like nope that's not Danny's body her her boobs were not that like her like nipples were not that like red or whatever and I still don't think that's Danny's body awesome okay. awesome call buddy uh do I think I think I think there was some definite uh painting in the scene for yes. but, effects and enhancing. but as far as uh, cheers you know, my, my brother. I have two brothers who I consider brothers. Uh, One is my actual blood brother sibling, and the other is my first cousin who was raised in the same house as I was till we were 16 and still super close. I'm closer to him than my older actual, like you would say, blood brother. So, And when I say siblings, as far as we know, they were raised as half brother, half sister, and that's what they know each other as, and that's what what we only know from the books and anything else is speculation – because you even yourself used that big if, and mm-hmm. I happen to agree with that theory. I'm in on that uh, that whole he is R plus L equals J. But you know, yeah, uh, I, I'm willing to accept that those are Danny's boobies. Yep. <laughs> fair enough. So fair enough. Uh, so so let's get uh, let's get a couple. Let's get one more call here. Area code. Uh, we'll try one last time here. Area code nine one seven. We're coming to you. Listen to us. Here we go. Erico 916. Hey, what's going on? Welcome Hello? to the show. Hey, can you hear me? Hi, Phil. How are you? Doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. First of all, I just want to say, say thanks to you guys for putting together such a great podcast every week. Aww. I always look forward to it. We're lucky. We're um, lucky you I guys thought, make it. I thought one of the most epic lines of the show was when Robin said, uh, just very casually, should we throw you through the moon door? That was kind of... <laughs> One of my favorite moments. So I was just wondering, kind of, I know you kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, but where do you think, like, do you think Robin could really make it all the way to the throne? Is that where Littlefinger's putting all of his eggs? Is that the basket he's putting them into, you know? Uh, good question. I don't know if he's trying to put him on the throne, but I think he's his key to having all those soldiers behind him. Uh, he's got his tongue so far up that little kid's ass that he can that he says jump. That kid will say how high. And I think his ultimate goal will just to use the strength that he has, and then probably be done with him. Ex- uh, throw him away like a napkin after he's done. I was gonna say flush him down like he's toilet paper. I was want use one some shit metaphor, but it didn't. Maybe maybe put him through the moon door. Maybe throw him through the moon door and says this kid was crazy. He was obsessed with the moon door and he decided to jump. And now I'm the Lord of the Veil vale because he thought he was a Robin. Yeah. And and as soon as Peter knows that he has the other lower lords of the Veil vale completely in his pocket, mm-hmm. uh, like it seems like he's already having, uh, then then he will absolutely get rid of this kid yeah so 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 i don't think his goal is to get him onto the iron throne per se i think his goal if anything would be to get himself there and ultimately he would use anybody else to get him there but awesome call thank you for calling in i really appreciate it thanks and see i think he wants to play it he wants to play it like he didn't know about ramsey so he's taking Mm -hmm. the veils off sansa and swoon sansa off her feet marry Sansa, become the Warden of the North, the Warden of the Vale, and the Lord of Harrenhal. 
Hall and be basically Lord of Three Sins of Winterfell, and then try to you know he'll, he'll bump off uh, uh, because he's bumped off Robin and he's married to Joe's having a little uh, with his fresh with his fresh army of uh, Arians. <laughs> what is it? The Vale Arians. Arians Vale. Robin's future as the Coochie Slayer. Uh, do you? Uh, Timo asked, "Do you have to be a Dane to be able to wield Dawn?" I don't. I don't think so. I think that the reason why Ned pro- uh, really wanted to return it to them was just the honor of uh, he understands uh, how important a house sword, sword is to the house. the house. So he. Yeah. So he wondered, but I don't think you necessarily have to be to wield it. Uh, so I, I have a question: Hodor, 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 Hodor. Oh, I, I think the answer to that's yes. Hodor. Okay, Absolutely. so then no, we it's Willis. It was Willis. Ver- good, good point, Joe. So we go into we see Sansa sipping soup, and uh, they go back and forth. <laughs> we hear about old Nan's pies again. John and Sansa talk about how they wish they never left Winterfell. They talk. Sansa says uh, she was awful to John, and we'll take her word for it, even though we didn't actually see it. Uh, and John's like, I was just sulking back then. Forgive me. If you forgive me, I forgive you. We all did, all had issues. Whatever. So then they look at each other. They smile. They share a drink uh Ch- sansa chokes down her f- uh the bad ale and uh, john makes another joke about how the night's watch can't make good beer after a thousand years so she asks uh where he's going and he says yep. she asked where he's going and he says uh he says, uh, he says, uh, where are we going, Sansa? Because if I leave you, father is going to come back and murder me. I think this is very interesting that he says this simply because in the last episode when he was asked what is in the afterlife, he says nothing. So he doesn't want to disappoint his sister in thinking that there's no afterlife or Jon Snow was lying. Whatever you want to look at it in the Game of Thrones world or as someone else suggested, maybe Jon Snow was never fully dead because the magic – uh, genie kazoo that wanted to keep him alive for whatever reason only let him be mostly dead so he's still partially alive so he never went to talk to ned or whoever i don't i mean we don't want to analyze does, does he say right here your father or our father our or father. Father. father father he says father yeah so, so John says he's tired to you, and she's and John says I'm tired, and Sansa says, "Listen, you need to get your ass hungry, kid. You need to get back in the fight. We need to take back the North. We need to fucking fuck up Roose Bolton because he's a danger, and we need to stop this shit right now." And John's like, "Oh yeah, I'm in." Sansa's like, "No, you fucking asshole. Grow a pair. I'm the queen of the fucking North. You're gonna be the king." Let's do this shit. So then we go off to Davos Woo. and Mel, and she will do whatever John says. John is the prince that is promised. And Davos says, "What about the Manus?" And she just and she goes, "He died." And or and then he goes, "But what about Shireen?" And she just walks off. She walks off. And Brienne, who's watching this whole thing, is just like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey! Listen, red bitch, get the fuck out of here. Listen, listen, Davos, you seem like a cool guy." I I know what happened to Stannis. I'll tell you exactly. Stannis was beaten battle, and I was Kingsguard, I Queensguard, I, or Kingsguard of Renly. I I knew you before Bellows. We met, and you know Stannis admitted that he killed his brother with blood magic, so I killed his ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dead. Mm-hmm. Davos still hasn't learned about what happened to Shireen yet. No one 
Brienne obviously does not know that, but it's it's. Uh, I'm very curious to see what Davos's reaction. He's gonna keep asking that question until he gets an answer, and I have a feeling eventually Mel's go so. Mel's yeah. just gonna break down and go, "She died for the Red God. Shut up about it already," because she doesn't give she doesn't give any fucks. So then Brienne says, uh, "Yeah, he admitted it, and I executed him." And Davos is pissed and storms off. So here we go off to our scene, and we kind of talked about this a little bit. To oh sweet Robin. Missing so horribly with an arrow. I mean, wide left. Oh, shit. Yeah. Lord Royce yeah. is just... All of all these arrows missed. There's like this one in the target out of like 15. Mm. And yeah. when when, uh, when Peter shows up, he just throws his bow on the ground. Doesn't yep. care about... No no uh, respect for the weaponry whatsoever. Uh -huh. For the tools. No. Like, it's just throws him down and like runs out. Oh, Peter. Are you here to oh, stroke me again? I love you, Pip. Oh, you've got me. You got me a pet. It's so pretty. Oh, it's pretty, pretty, Pip. <laughs> so L Littlefinger says that uh, Royce learned about the whole Sansa situation. We I get Peter calls in and tells us where he got that fucking talking from. <sighs> and they go, they go back and forth with this shit, and ultimately it turns into Littlefinger threatening Royce and making sure he knows that he has control of Robin and he can make him die at any point. And this goes to Joe's question earlier. Doesn't Royce have men around? I think everyone that's around right now is loyal to one person. Robin. Robin is the is in charge, so they wouldn't do anything to anybody without Roy, do anything to Royce or Littlefinger without Robin saying it's saying it's okay. So I think that's why he doesn't necessarily have men that are right there to defend him when Littlefinger starts threatening him, because all the men there are can't do shit. You know, it's it's being surrounded by all all basically Littlefinger's men because Robin's men in that situation. Mm. So, and, and yeah. that's, and that's, and that's my point is, is when, as soon as Robin leaves the veil with Sansa, why isn't Royce making moves out some cash, getting these people in his pocket, whispering in the little kid's ear, I'm you know, set, set guards at the gate. So, so Peter fucking can't get back in big fucking deal. He married that woman. You know the guy's a fucking son of a bitch. You know Joe, he wants only power. Like, start making you. I'm gonna use the Charlie. I'm gonna use the Charlie and Cho Chocolate Factory defense, because Charlie, he's a nitwit. <laughs> <laughs> right, but there are also other Lords yep. of the Veil. Vale. There's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, that, Joe, that, and there's other people. Wait, Joe, there's other Peter. people in. I don't want to get too too far down this road because I'm gonna start ranting like an asshole. There's other houses besides Martell and Dorn, and none of them gave a shit about the Sand Snakes taking over the whole fucking place. So none of them cared about the Starks, and none nobody cares about. Time. Yeah, no, seriously, there's no. That and that's why I'm saying like the books Ramsey's, do that, and, and I don't want to. The idea, just go kill whoever the fuck you want because it doesn't matter. Nobody's gonna either. They're gonna kill you, or they're gonna let you get away with it, or they're gonna kill you before you get a chance to go kill them. So just go kill whoever the fuck you want, take whatever the fuck you want. That seems to be the laws of Westeros since uh, Baratheon died. I just I just popped my head in the Discord group for a second, and I just saw Sam's comment: Joffrey and Stannis sex scene. What? What's going on? Oh no, that's saying something's going on in crazy. That's going on in the crazy chat. You were wrong, Joe. Lol. That, that I want to be Westeros four. Someone says they want to pet your fuzzy crow so bad. Oh, that's sweet. I still miss no. urine. Royce looks like a fat bastard. Joffrey is God, says the chat. Fuck the veil. Bring back Joffrey. Can someone remind me what evidence there was for twins in the Tower of Joy? Nah, no. Since... Bad writing, says the Finn. Uh, they would have had a uh, different actress to play Lady Stoneheart. Lady Stark, Lady Stark, Lady Stark. Uh, on the phones with a question about, oh, about Danny. Uh, da, 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 da. 
what is your oh you are probably this one so let's take a call right here from area code 213 welcome area code 213 hey how's it going everybody it's the walking david hey david what's going on buddy uh not much uh i just had a question for you guys um i was curious if you think that if melisandra or any of the red priestesses um if they run into Danny, if they're going to think that uh, she is the red god. Yes. I, I think it's like the one that they keep praying to. I, I think ultimately that that's something that hasn't necessarily been uh, the, the pieces haven't been necessarily put together completely, but I believe last season there is a scene where we see a red priestess of some sort speaking in Marine or speaking, no, speaking in Volantis, I think it is. It's when Tyrion yeah, and, Jor- and Jorah are there about that very thing. So I definitely think that is a thing. I, there was a lot of talk, more talk in the books than in the show, uh, about the moon when d- the dragons were born and all that sort of stuff. A lot of people think of it as a sort of awakening. And when the dragons arrived, there's some thought or some speculation that maybe all the red priestesses received some sort of power burst or something and started their power started to work a little bit more and that the dragons were reborn into the world. I, I'm doing a little fan fictioning, but ultimately I think you're on to something <laughs> essentially in that they are going to connect and maybe not look at her as their god, but look at her as an agent of their power. No, and mm-hmm. I think that's. I, I mean, think because the reason right. I was so I, think, I was thinking that they might do that is because the red priestesses always talk about what they see in the flames and fire is always a part of their mm-hmm. rituals. And if they ever saw her oh, yeah. or got word of her, you know, burning a place down and still being alive, that they might assume that she is uh, Zora High or anything yeah. like that. So. Yeah, no, very, very good point. Joe, Joe, did you did you have a uh, didn't you have a question for Littlefinger, Joe? I think uh, I think David might have Littlefinger in the bag there. Was it? What was your question for Littlefinger? Oh, I here I am, Joe. Why you go ahead. Yeah, where'd you get the bird? Where'd you get the bird, Littlefinger? The Gurner Falcon. Is there... I bought the Falcon from some eunuch <laughs> that I saw while I was in the Eyrie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you got it from Petco. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. You went, got, got it from Pe- Aries, Petco in the Aries. Aries. I know you're working with Aries. I went, I, oh I went to Hogwarts. Oh, I you... saw that Harry Potter wasn't using his bird anymore. So <laughs> okay, good. Okay. I took a falcon. About to thank, thank you, thank you, David, and everybody, everybody. The Walking David, uh, our good friend, has a channel on YouTube. If you haven't already, subscribe to The Walking David. Hilarious dude. Will be joining us on. Uh, we have to make a trip down and get me a girl falcon. Yeah, th- Harry. thank you, David. Definitely call back if you have anything else later. Talk to you soon, buddy. Oh, oh I will. Oh, th- there you go. That's The Walking David. Let's take a couple more calls. I'm loving the calls tonight. Uh, Eric code seven five seven. You are on the air. What's up, seven five seven? Yes, hello. I, I was just wondering what y'all think about Arya's story storyline, because everybody she want to kill is dead. Do you think she'll kill Tyrion or Jaime? Because in the books it says um, the queen's mother, Joffrey's mother, supposed to die by her brother. So who you think is left for her to kill? Very Tyrion or Jamie? Interesting question. I think uh, I think ultimately I could see that. I think the big death that we're gonna have later on in the series with Arya, everyone talks about it. Maybe it's just a fan fiction wet dream, but somewhere, somewhere inside of me, there's one left. There's one will always be left, and she's gonna kill Walter Frey. 
That that has to happen. I don't. I maybe it's fan service. Maybe it's too much fan service. But I think if I think if you want pure joy, a nice young girl to take revenge on all for all the wives of his, mm-hmm. all the girls he's sold off, all his daughters, all and, that. And Sam in the Sam in the chat says there's still Frank and Mountain. Uh, the Hound is off the list now. Oh, yeah. Ilan Payne is Ilan Payne is is uh, dead on the show, I believe. Walder Frey and Cersei. Uh, I know the actor. They wrote him off the show. I don't know if he's technic- if the character's technically dead. We haven't seen him since yeah. season one. The actor itself got canceled and they thought he was going to uh, they weren't going to be able to uh, take care of it but they ended up uh, he ended up having a recovery but they had already sort of written his character off the show so that's why Ilan Payne disappeared but I don't think he's I don't know if he's officially dead on the show Uh, thanks for oh no thank you David for everything that you offer you're fucking amazing David Uh, so uh, how's that fan service Walter Frey has outlived most of the other characters I just mean fan service and that's who they have kill him Demo in the sense that I think everyone, not everyone, I think a large portion of Game of Thrones fans, the way they'd want to see Walda go is from Arya or a wolf pack ripping him, ripping him to Especially pieces. Especially because Arya was outside yes. and saw her brother's body and head uh, sewn and dire wolf head sewn to it. So she was there to see the uh, like firsthand outside yeah. the Red Wedding. So yeah. uh, Sam says, I want Nymeria to do it. Uh, Walda Frey is too stubborn to die, says KLC. Ver- Sir Alec von Lichtenstein says, as satisfying as a girl killing Walter Frey would be, I don't want to see it uh, too fan service. I'd be happy if Jamie did it. Yeah, that would be an awesome extension of Arya. I, I would like to see, uh, I think now that, I think Sam uh, Sam convinced me. I think I'd rather see Nymeria do it than Arya, but but uh, but with an extension of Arya, either would be great. Okay, so ultimately we already talked about this. Yada yada yada. Littlefinger sticks his finger up uh, Robin's ass and gets the Lords of the Vale or gets the armies of the Vale, who, as Carmine pointed out earlier, are all super powered at this point because they haven't been in any of the action because he conveniently got Liza to keep the keep all the troops out of the situation. Started this whole situation off with uh, convincing her to kill John Aaron to start this whole fucking thing and yay little finger love it when a plan comes through so okay so off to speaking of a plan we can hope comes through off to marine we haven't really talked about marine too much tonight yet gray worm is pissed that the great masters and the enemies are coming in gray wind uh, gray wind gray worm doesn't like to make peace with his enemies he likes to murder them masande too is like no that we tried this before this shit doesn't work Tyrion goes listen I was a slave once. I understand. Masande goes, how long were you a slave for? You don't understand shit. And him and Varys just kind of walk off like, yada die. You two are boring. We don't care what you two have to say. So then we get Tyrion talking to the guy that bought him last season and kind of making fun of their both of their positions where they are now. And Varys and Tyrion, the, all the, the masters kind of make fun of them, say, what the fuck are we doing talking to a eunuch and a fucking dwarf? You guys are fucking losers. Screw you guys. We're, you know, we're taking all of this. So Masande is is snippy with the master. So is Grey when they're kind of going back and forth. They go, uh, you're still a slave to that silver hair. She may have silver hair and tits, but she's still a master. So Tyrion starts to try to do WW. Yeah, but the difference is he said he would go do this. He had the option to walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. And but, that's what nobody pointed but out. But here's what Tyrion, he here's what Tyrion kicks in. Tyrion does the what would Tywin do situation. And Tyrion, Tyrion <laughs> asks that very important question, WWT do. And what would Tywin do? And he goes, Tywin? 
We try to make a compromise and give everyone everything and then fuck your enemies in the end. So let me, yeah. let, let me make everyone happy right now and fuck them in the end. So Tyrion tries to smooth things out. He goes, listen, you don't need slaves to make money. All you people care about is getting money. I was richer. It's no slavery in Westeros. I'm richer than any of you fucks. Tyrion said, our queen messed up. Daenerys fucked up here, guys. Uh, she didn't put another thing in place. She just said, slavery is over. Now learn to live. No, Now, there's going to be no slavery in Marine, but your other cities can take up to seven years to abolish it. And, and Masande's like, what the fuck? He goes, the only deal is you cut off support of the Harpies. We don't support the Harpies. Whatever. Hope, <laughs> hope you accept my offer. Now, now to, to add pleasure to this, why don't we add... Why don't we add some girls? Take some girls. And Grey, Grey Worm, I keep only calling, keep almost calling him Grey Wind. Grey Worm and Masande are like, what the fuck is going on here? Tyrion says, give freedom a chance as they leave. So Tyrion <laughs> tries to talk to some. Then we see the Marine people. And the Marine people are all pissed off. The Miranese people are like, what the fuck? You met with the slavers. This is fucked up. And Tyrion goes, listen. This room was probably made so I can feel bigger and more important than you. But I'm going to come down the stairs. I feel like this episode, and some people might disagree with me, but a lot of people were complaining that Tyrion didn't feel like book Tyrion. I don't know what the fuck you're talk talking about, essentially. I feel like Tyrion has has always been that character. And I feel like for anyone that was complaining, this is a great example of how, how he was doing this. It was such a Tyrion type thing to do. And I, I just really enjoyed watching him do what he does. Something we don't, we didn't, haven't seen a lot of him doing this stuff since he's left mm -hmm. King's Landing. And I can see why to certain to certain folks it maybe got a little bit repetitious and they're like, okay, more he's cursing, making dick jokes about Varys. It's too much of that stuff. And and how they were defining it was saying, oh yeah, see, they they forgot how to write Tyrion. No, they didn't forget how to write Tyrion. They just needed to naturally get to a place where his character has to do shit again. And his character's doing shit here. And I like watching it a lot. Dinklage kills it and seeing him tie win this situation up it was really entertaining to me i don't know uh well it's, it's great it's great that nobody else has stepped up and kind of done what he's done mm. which is uh step up and take control, take control. essentially Keep like some order while the queen is gone yeah, yeah. Absolutely. so it, it and it's it fits his personality uh of a of a strong powerful guy that knows what he's talking about he's smart he's cunning and the one thing that i think when it all comes down to and gray worm's like no no no, no. you won't use them they'll use you mm. what gray worm didn't understand was that whole time Tyrion saying listen i mean the crow pointed this out to me during the shows like they all keep telling him i'm not fucking from here i told you i was richer than all of them probably put together i know how to play them I see what their weaknesses are, and that's why I am going to use them. Mm -hmm. I'm not from here. They don't know me. They don't know how I do things. They're already underestimating me because they look yep. at me like that little beastly fucking dwarf, and they underestimate you because they look at you like a fucking eunuch soldier mm -hmm. and her like a whore. You don't, you're underestimating me. You don't know who my father was, motherfucker. You don't yeah. know what Thank I've been guys. taught, and you don't know that. And I know people can say, oh, maybe he wasn't his father. Whether he was his father or not, biologically, Tywin was his father, and he yeah. was the only one that completely has Tywin's mind. Jamie showed something later, and we're going to get to Jamie in a bit, but ultimately, and Cersei has her moments of clarity between her fucking crazy sauce, fucking crazy fumes, as we said in the uh, feedback show. Uh, she, she, Tyrion, Tyrion is 
Tywin's son. And he understands yeah. things in a way that other people don't. And he understands this game. Uh, Grey Grey I keep calling him Grey Wind. Grey Worm should have ultimately accepted what he said in bullshit for truth. I'm not a politician. Tyrion knows how to play politicians games. We have a couple of people that have been hold for a while. So let's get to the calls. I want to clear the decks here. Area code 714. You're on the air. What's up, 714? Can you hear me, 714? Check, check, check. Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold. If Whoa. Oh, no. Hey, I got you. What's going on, Eric? Seven, 716. 716, not 4. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? Hey. That's going pretty good. Uh, how about the uh, bedroom eyes that Tormund was giving Brienne? Oh, my gosh. He... What are we going to see in the future there? Oh, gosh. We're going to see. You know what that bear wanted to do to Brienne in the pit? We're going to see that, but consensual. It's gonna be it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be really, really hot. I I have a good feeling about those two kids. I think I think we're gonna get to see some very big babies and it's gonna be amazing. Great, great call. Uh area code It's gonna be like Klingon sex. It's gonna be like Judzia in Wharf having some Klingon sex, Katie. Yeah, and one person's gonna scream, Yeah when they're done. It's gonna be so hot. Uh area code Six. That's gonna be me. That's gonna be Joe. <laughs> I'm gonna scream like that when it's done. When they're done. Area code. <laughs> area code six four six. You're on the air. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? Great show as usual. Thank you so um, much. I want to make. I want to make two quick points. One, I think that R plus L is gonna equal J because I mean, they dropped so many hits. I mean, for goodness sake, look at his direwolf. Jon Snow's the white Targaryen wolf. I mean, they basically put it out there yep. in front of us. So I think they'll pay off with that. And, you know, I love the back and forth because when John has his triumphant scenes and Danny has her scenes like she had tonight, it makes us wonder, who would you want to be a Zora High? It's almost like the election. Yeah. Who should be a Zora High? And I just love it. No, and, and great, great point, caller. And to continue on your point a little bit, this episode really – whether it's going to be that, whether the show has another big shock for us, this episode to me and this season in general has really, even more so than before, because some people can say it always felt this way, you're seeing the main characters come to the rise. You're seeing, especially this episode was very based around John and best based around Danny. And yeah, Sansa was the Sansa was the one pushing John, but Sansa's going to be his hand, it looks like. We, a lot of people thought it might be Davos, but it seems like she's going to be the one advising him and she's going to be the power behind him at least till he can grow his strength again and kind of get over what he's going to get over if he ever does but she has the heart now she's she has the true heart of the wolf and it's great to see that because there's always always been the speculation of the thought she lost lady does that mean she's gonna die does that mean she's useless she's not a real star because she lost her dire wolf and all those sorts of stuff and again i just said dire wolf so it made me point off in that direction where the fuck is another episode without ghosts? Why isn't Ghost around John? And why wouldn't Ghost why come? Isn't ghost always at his side. Like Ghost should not be in a closet locked up. Now I just want. I just want to. I want to. I want to bring up a theory that uh, believe believe uh, Preston Jacobs. I don't necessarily subscribe to this theory, but he mentioned in one of his videos recently about how the reason why we haven't seen Ghost around John since he's coming back is that that's not John. Is that that's not really John and Ghost is freaked out by him. I say this is what I say, say the reason why, or is that John needs space right now and John's feeling really ant disconnected from everything. Ghost and, and Ghost knows that. Ghost, Ghost can sense him. Room. 
Ghost was in the room mm -hmm. when John was uh, awakened and was there growling at the at the gate, wasn't he? When they we haven't we haven't we he was in there, but we haven't seen him since they left that room. Uh, of course, it's like saying you can make a sandwich without soup. Of course, you can make peace with your enemies. What the fuck? These people actually really think they make peace with their friends, and somehow she changed this whole perception on life. No ghost because too much CG money on Danny's boobs. Uh, that's very true. <laughs> good point. Good point, caller. A good point, uh, text person. I'd rather have the wolf. But, uh, but I thought they got a real wolf this season. They did, but I still think they have, they CG it to make it a little bit bigger. They use And they do poorly. We had ghosts for two episodes. I was excited. I thought we were going to have more direwolves. They're saving yeah. it for the big, crazy direwolves. CGI is expensive. Pika, Pika what? Preston? <laughs> yeah, too expensive. I was waiting for a Sansa to pet ghost. Yeah, me too. Ghost was never always around. Ghost is just chilling in the corner. Leave my brother alone. Ghost just hangs around when John is naked. Ghost just doesn't want to be between Tormund and Brienne. <laughs> that dragon has... Wait, wait. Oh, what? Did someone just say something about... Oh gosh, yes. The 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 it has three heads. Uh it's it's uh cheap. It's a hundred million dollar budget. They film wolf wolf stuff in Canada. We need flashback. Die wolves are expensive when they uh connected to humans. The wolves aren't CG. I though it it shouldn't be that expensive, surely. Uh Ghost has a special thing. They aren't real wolves, they're uh northern Inuit dogs. A dire wolf is only three thousand bucks. I want one of those. Uh Sophie Turner has lady. A couple people some people do know that. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Okay, so our next scene is Dario and Jorah walking, and Jorah's out of breath, and Dario says, you can't ride a dragon. You can't fuck Daenerys if you're getting out of breath here. I can't even handle her. Dario, do you really need to be this much of a dickhead? And they go back and forth about love and Daenerys crap. Dario, uh... Dario doesn't want to fight, or they don't want to fight. Uh, Jorah calls him a shit child. They're scouting out the setting. Uh, Jorah says that when Drogo died, Daenerys should have come should have come back to Vastothrak and gone to the Dosh Kaleen place, to the old age home. Did you hear the way he's talking about her? You can't handle the You can't handle the dragon. At first I was wow. like, at first I was easy talking about Drogon. No, no, he's saying you can't ride the dragon. Whoa, that's that's what I mean, Joe. You that's, can't mount the dragon. If you ride were on the, the yeah, ride the dragon. If you were on the fence wow. whether Dario was an asshole or not, this is this is proof positive that Dario is a shit fuck right here. He's, he's trying to get him to fight him the whole time and then says, I don't want to fight you. Listen, I either kill an old man and people laugh at me, or an old man David, kills me and laugh at me. David so. is David has been watching Game of Thrones and thinking it's real life again guys i burned my house down and now i'm the king of my neighborhood <laughs> yeah. i hope it works out for you yeah me too nope. if you come to boston you got a place to say okay so so jor he ends up seeing jor's uh grayscale uh and he goes i don't worry i didn't touch you they drop their weapons they can't fight a hundred thousand so they're just going to sneak in to vastoth rack with uh no weapons so then we get to jor and dario sneaking doing their assassin's creed thing in the home of the dothraki with hundred thousand dothrakis around they're just sneaking around at night and dothraki speaks but they get stopped and they try to they, Basically, they'd not bring the weapons because they'd say, oh, we're here. We're merchants. We're here to pick shit up. We're here to buy stuff. And we don't have weapons because we're respecting it. And uh, and this guy doesn't buy it. goes, you guys aren't merchants. You guys don't look like merchants to me. I'm going to fucking kill you guys. So go yeah, get. Yeah, he looks at his wrist. And he wasn't wearing the merchant bracelet. The uh, They give him they give him at the gate. They give him oh. all one of those little plastic oh, things. Oh, good pickup, Joe. Funny, so uh, then. 
so yeah, so so I was I was wondering that too. Uh, so then Jorah ends up, they get into a fight, Dario runs off, dun 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 dun, 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 dun. Dario comes back and uh Holland reads uh one of the Dothraki right in the back. So then Dario bashes it bashes him in with a rock to hide the stab wound. Does that work? Can you bash uh, Yeah, like it went through his enough. chest to like it went straight through. There was two sides. The, and, like, will that work? He's bashing his chest with a like, to, like, am, I, am I I mean I don't want to get uh, that was not, one of the, that was one of my nitpicky things. I I was like I mean it's not going to it's not going to change the leather in the clothes like no. really? Maybe mm. if it was a head wound. And it wasn't. If, if HBO had endless money, they would never have canceled Rome. I read that comment for you, Joe. I know how much of a, a Rome oh, fan so, Joe was. Season one was great. Good season two. Danny is, yeah. Danny is everything that's not working in Westeros. She deserves to rule because of her last name. How does she win every fucking conflict with violence? And someone said in the chat earlier, I kind of missed it. Someone someone uh, backed up my thing from earlier. Danny enjoyed that a little bit too much, but we will get to that. Okay, so then we go to Danny sitting in the bingo hall, waiting for her number to be called. B6. No, 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 no. So uh, we meet another girl that was 12 when when her when her uh, which was Danny's age in the comics in the comics in the in the books and when uh, Drogo took her. But but this girl was uh, 12 and Dan they go back and forth. Queen B's doing bitchiness. I've kind of yada yada a little bit of this. Danny says, uh, I won't run. I'm going to go outside and get some water. Um, and the other girl comes to watch her and they make fun of the stinky old lady one, the stinky old lady. And they, they kind of have a whole, we're in school. This is the old teacher kind of attitude. Like, oh, the teacher's such an asshole, blah, blah, blah. And the other girl goes, what's it like to have dragons? Do they really breathe fire? And Danny's like, one day you might, might see them. And bam, 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 Dario and Jora find her. And Danny's like, we can't she get out of surprised to see them. Nope. She didn't at all. She's like, yeah, of course I knew you'd find my ring in the fields of miles and miles of of S. And follow me this to Vegas. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. <laughs> this was my whole plan. Exactly, Katie. This was my plan. I thought that girl was going to rat on her. Yeah, the Holland Reed. Now it's, it is known. It is known. I see, I see you found my ring. I knew you'd find my ring. So Dario and Jorah find her, and Danny says, We can't get out alive, but I got a plan. And Dario uh, Dario lets the other girl go, and they got a plan. So then we go over to Marjorie with Septa, shame, shame, shame. We get another speech from the High Sparrow with Marjorie. A, a very long speech that I did not write down. I thought it was a. Gr Someone said this before. With the High Sparrow scenes, rinse, repeat for me. It's nothing against Jonathan Price and nothing against the way the scenes are written. I just feel like we're getting a lot of the same with him every fucking time. Just it's a with a different, uh, with yeah. a different uh, person he's talking. Different speech. Yeah, different speech. The little boy. Yeah, just it's girl, and it's it's getting a little tiresome for me at times, and it's, it's a shame because he's kicking ass. And I thought this was, if I'm being if I'm being legitimate and looking at them all. This was his best one. This monologue was really awesomely delivered by I Jonathan love Price. Marjorie plays it though. And I love how Marjorie plays it too. And then the scene with Loris and her is very awesome too. And and Loris is just dying. And I know it's just leading up to maybe I'm yada yadding this to the point where I think it's gonna end where Marjorie's just gonna rat on Loris and Loris is gonna be killed and Marjorie's gonna be set free or something like that. I, I don't know. It just seemed like they were setting up her selling him out because he just wants to make it stop at this point. 
I'm just sick of the high sparrows. I'm just sick of the high sparrow bullshit. I'm sorry. I, it's just I think I think it's very well done and the acting in it's excellent and the scene set up well. But there's something about it. I'm just like, okay, kill this guy already. This guy needs to right. die right. now. Yeah. It's the same old culty con artist spiel. Yeah, I'm like Marjorie plays it right. Marjorie sees through it when she goes to talk to Loris. She even tells Loris, "Listen, the only reason why he let me in here." is to break mm -hmm. you even more. Yep. You can't let that happen. She yep. knows she was playing. She was this. awesome. I think I think even um the high sparrow knows that Marjorie was playing it a little. Yeah. I hope so. That that uh she's not anywhere close to being broken or accepting this walk of shame shit. Um, I, I really do. And, and that's the part of the scene I really actually liked. Uh, this section was getting to see the Tyrells again. It's just a high sparrow. And again, there's nothing against, against the monologue. It was the best one he's given so far, but I'm like Jamie at this point where I'm basically just asking, why haven't we sent Gregor Clegane in there to yeah. just kill everybody? Uh, uh, I don't know. Right. Because ultimately if you do that, if you send in, your Kingsguard and some of the city troops that you know are loyal to the crown that you've paid well, then you know that you can go in there, kill every single one of these fucking militants. And what really are the odds that the peasants who never really have risen in King's Landing are going to rise and mm -hmm. try to overthrow you at that point? Yeah. It's not very likely. They should have already been on top. Not of bloody top likely, top. Joe. So let's jump. When Toman showed up in the first place. He should have fucking. Yes, everybody, go kill them all. Back to them, too. Area code 954, you're on the air. Hey, guys, uh, I want to reiterate something that uh, Quaith said more so in the oh, book, Quaith. that Danny has to go backwards to go forwards. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I think that whole scene we saw at the very end there was you're going back to where everything began, the Kalasar was going to start to go overseas, and, you know, she just ran the show in there, along with the help of some of those women who probably set those guys up in the room, some of the cows. Uh, also, I did notice Dario, it looked like he was praying when he was on his knees. I watched real carefully, so if you watch it again, he is definitely mumbling something. You can't really make it out, but his lips are moving and his head's down, so if he, is, if he was betraying her, he might have, you know, come full circle now because I'm pretty sure he was uh, praying to her yeah. or praying to the gods or yeah, praying or, or, doing, or saying, holy shit, this shit is real. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, lying. exactly. It fuck. Wasn't a call. Thank you, my friend. Great, oh, great fuck. call. Great call. Yeah, I want to say, we're going to mumble out loud to yourself. That's one of those moments mm -hmm. you do it. And it's mm -hmm. probably like, oh, my fucking God. I'm going to go into a little bit of a lightning round with the calls because we have 10 minutes left on the phone lines. Then the phone lines will be on. If in about 10 minutes uh, you're on the hold and you, it hangs up on you, just call right back in, in a few minutes and it'll get you back in. It just uh, the, I can only do two-hour events for the phone line and then it hangs up and then we have to deal with that angry British woman that says, you have 10 seconds left with your show. <laughs> Fuck! So, uh, so let's get to area code 81. One three, area code eight one three. Welcome to the show. Hey, I have a quick question. I just want to know if you guys think that uh, the young Greyjoy will be able to convince Yara to go help and uh, help uh, Vale and Jon Snow and Sansa defeat the, defeat the Boltons. Uh, good question. Uh, what'd you say, Katie? Nope. Katie says nope. no. Joe, what do you say? I think she has plenty of reason to want the Boltons dead, but as she was saying to her father, there's no reason for us to be on the mainland whatsoever. 
and um maybe no. it's to secure like a, an alliance <laughs> with someone in the north no might end no. Up something like that but you have to assume that she would make make the king's mute and become the queen of uh the euron's gonna be a king euron's king uh Urine's gonna come king, kill everybody. Okay, seven one area code seven one five. Welcome. Hey guys, it's me. I had the worst question last week. I apologize, and I forgot to say hello to Katie Crow. So anyway, enough uh, bootlicking. But here's my question. <laughs> um, I'm on Central Time, so I came in at uh, ten thirty. But um, do you? I don't know if this was covered. Do you think that maybe the Umbers? sent the letter to John because they're outnumbered two to one and they got a guy on the inside and maybe he took the stamp, you know, how are you going to counterfeit the stamp? Ooh, very, very interesting. Oh, sorry. I, I, uh, your call got dropped, but very interesting point. It definitely adds to the, the hope of a Northern conspiracy of some sort. I'm taking it for face value, but I'm not saying you're wrong. Uh, that's a very interesting point that gave me some hope. Thank you. Uh, with you, Phil, and I like the point. Absolutely, I like the point. Area, I'm sorry, trying to get through as many calls as we can right now. Area code two five. Mean something like that? I think they would have shown us like uh, uh, caller spot. Uh, there's the stamp, and we're gonna steal Swiping it. People in the chat says caller spot on. Great call, my friend. Big Kev, what's mm -hmm. up? Hi Sparrow. I was once young. The other person officially manipulated. Spoiler: Daenerys will <laughs> cut Jorah Mormont's hand to stop the spread and save his life. It is known. It is not great call. Area code two five six. You're on the air now. What's going on? All right, all right, all right. Uh, I think I see some oath breakers in there tonight. Oh, you definitely do. Oh. You definitely see. You you have some oath breakers and you have some uh, free folk and you have some Dothrakis going on in here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, and some... Um... High sparrows. High sparrow. Very high sparrows. Very. We we uh, we we like to uh, hang out down in uh down with the Tyrells in uh, High Garden. Yes. Man, you know what a good name for a dog would be like a Zora High Sparrow. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I love it. I I digress. Um, you know the biggest change that I've seen in Jon Snow. You know after you get resurrected you lose something away. seems like he's lost his his ability or he's he's went from the person who who goes to convince others and motivate them to his cause to someone who is now being encouraged to motive to be mo mm -hmm. motivated to yep. do something like like um you know davos last you know have a good night davos, um, at first no, absolutely. I, I think that's a good point where he used to be someone that was very, very great call. Great call. Uh, where he used to be someone that was kind of very pigheaded with his own beliefs. Now he's becoming, he's a little bit more wishy-washy. My question is, how long does that last? Does he eventually change, become something else? Or is this just the new John? Uh, area code 508. Welcome, area code 508. Hello? Hey, what's going on? What's up, Phil? How's it going? My question is, why is it still fucking cold in Massachusetts? Good fucking Good question. question. That is the best question we've gotten all night, fellow Massholian. You were fucking... It, winter is coming. That's the answer. Uh, it should be 80 and 90. Last This time last year, we were swimming already. I had, I had already swimming. Area code yep. 626. You're on the air. Hey, Phil. 
Hey, Phil. How you doing, guys? Big fan. Watch guys for a while. A um, couple things. I just want to kind of comment on maybe Tyrion and uh, Daenerys kind of have a little bit of an issue now on how they rule. I'm thinking she's going to start the whole, you know, fire and blood thing, and he's all in the negotiations, you know? And then uh, secondly, um, what do you – I mean, I got to think Joe was a happy guy this episode. He finally got to see Daenerys, you know what I mean? She finally broke that contract a little bit. So I uh, just want to say, uh, you know, Joe, I'm feeling you there. Good job, man. Thanks, guys. See you. Awesome call. Thank you. Thank you so much for the love. We're keep, we're keep, we're going to go through it. Yeah, we, we all work together to get that one to happen. A uh, couple more calls here. Area code 770. What's going on? Area code 770. You are on the air. What's going on? Uh, we we unfortunately lost 770. Area code 917. Welcome. Yeah, hi. How's it going? Going wonderful. How about yourself? Okay, now I have a question I wonder if you could answer for me. Do it. Uh, whatever happened when Daenerys had those those cow gypsies like Barbie with her that she lost? How did she lose them to begin with? Now she's getting them back. But how did she lose them back in a couple of seasons ago? Uh, all her do- all her Dothraki. I I think that's yeah. I think that's something that the show just had them uh, kind of disappear. I, I th- in the books aren't they always with her? Aren't, doesn't she? Aren't they still with her in Marine? Yeah, so it's not really the Dothraki. It's not really the warriors. When when Kyle gets, when he dies and he comes back as like a zombie, basically everything goes to shit. And all the stronger warriors and his like right hand men and his little council there, like break off and grab their groups away. of and they and they basically all ride away. And basically the only people that are left there are like uh, some of the slaves and so maybe some of like the the warriors who didn't like any of the people that were trying to like uh you know raise their own horde and take power of it but not everybody in Kyle's army stayed mm-hmm. most of them rode off most of his blood riders a lot of them rode off but some of them stayed with Danny and became her blood riders yeah mm-hmm. and uh but most of it was just the slaves and peasants that that uh that the the blood riders that did take off couldn't control or take with them for some reason okay we got and a lot of those died off in the uh trek through and, the yes. desert. yeah and, and the, trek through the, the desert. trek through the desert a lot of them died there and and whatever were left are still with her and are still at marine yeah they're in the community area code 813 you're on the air what's your question that's another quick question i want to know if you guys think that uh nymeria uh, will have a, a role in the in the North, the Battle of the North. And also, do you think Lady uh, Stoneheart is coming back this season? Good question. Lady Stoneheart, no, Nymeria, yes. That's for that's my yes. quick answer. Oh, God, yeah. Um, area code... And you can't say coming back because she was never here to begin with. Ah, Joe, but good one, Joe. Area code 716, welcome. Hey, what's going on? Hey. Hey, uh, with the... Uh, how easy it was that OSHA got in there, um, you know, basically to kill Ramsey. Do you think there's any chance that the Umbers are in on the intricate plot to overthrow Ramsey or what? We were we were on that shit last week and we were drinking that Kool-Aid. I'm continuing to drink the Kool-Aid till it's painfully obvious that it's true, that it's not true. Just everything we saw tonight doesn't make it not true. But I yeah. think... From everything we've Maybe seen through the week, people are bashing me down with That's truth. With truth, showing you, pi- showing me pictures of the umbers on the side of Ramsey in the upcoming potential battle that's coming that we saw in the preview uh, of the first trailer that HBO released. So there is 
I'm I'm starting to lose faith in that the Umbers are play are doing a trap. But that being said, I'm riding that boat till it sinks. I'm in that boat till it fucking sinks. Uh, I like the mid battle betrayal or the start of the battle betrayal. Yeah. What's better than like the brave you know, heart you have Joe? to cross a field to attack your enemy, but all of a sudden just turn the fuck around and there you go. What's that? I don't know why. Why like. Jesus. Run across the field and Hello? get all fucking hey, tired. Hey, got you, got, like, got okay, you, buddy. What's stab the fucking people next to you? Yep. You talking to me? Yeah, we got you on the air. Sorry, buddy. What's up? All right, what's up? Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. You know how, like, y'all are talking shit about Ramsey, and I don't think he's a good person, but Ramsey is nowhere near the person I hate most in this. Uh, we we uh we the the uh the phone itself ended up cutting off. Make me long for. Oh, uh, we got we got you back and then lost you. Uh, I'm j there'll be uh, uh definitely call back in. We got two numbers from one one ones. Ninety seconds. Oh my God, ninety seconds. No. What what's going on, one one? Can you hear me? One one. Okay, no. What one one? Are you there? No, one one's gone. One one, can, can you, you hear me? me? Hello. One, one. Hello. Can you hear me? One, can you hear one, me? One. No. Well, we got one more call. Area area code four zero four. What's going on? Can you hear me? How are you? Doing great. How are you doing? Uh, we, uh, we, 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 we're losing a couple. We're losing a couple calls here. Um, in about fifty seconds, the phone lines are gonna hang up, and then we're gonna have to reset the phone system. So, anyone that called that's looking to get in, definitely call back in. Let's get a little bit through a little bit more of this recap. We go off to the small council where we hear Pies or going off to Tommen's room where Tom where Pizel's going off to Tommen and trying to get inside his air ear, and Tommen's just like, "Get the fuck out!" As Cersei comes in, Cersei says, "I want to talk to you about a few things." Tommen thinks that that we need to be careful around the high spec. Arrow and to execute any of your plans is dangerous. They have Marjorie. Cersei says, listen, I know, listen, you know what they did to me? Cersei checks herself and makes sure she says, okay, Marjorie's safety is number one. Don't worry, Tommen. We're going to protect Mar little old Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. I care. I care about Marjorie. She's my daughter-in-law. It's all going to be, it's all going to be okay. And Cersei... <laughs> And Cersei is just, uh, yeah, yeah, she did it. <laughs> She's fucking amazing with her shit talk, and she convinces him that to t to tell her her secrets, tell or to tell her the secrets that he learned from the High Sparrow. That obviously the High Sparrow wanted her to know because he planted information. I don't know, whatever. There's a, and Cersei kind of plants like he probably knows that I know that he knows that Ferris passed out of Thirty One Flavors last night. So. <laughs> So then after that whole scene, Jamie or Cersei and Jamie head head to the small appears you're calling back into a live show. Oh, thank you. Head head back to the small council and they head in and they're like, listen, guys, we gotta talk here. Shut up. You guys gotta shut up and listen. The phone lines are back open, guys. So feel free to call back in at 914-205-5689. Or if you want to leave a voicemail that we'll get to at the end at 781-990-8509. Jump into the chat. Everyone drink. What's that? A raven? Yes, it is. Tyrion Targaryen in the chat. It's absolutely a fucking raven. Why would the Umbers continue to fall if they were loyal to the Stark for years? They want to rule. The Sparrow isn't playing shit. Uh Thank you, Daniel. Children of the Forest screenshot. Oh, fucking A. Uh, awesome of you to say that. Uh, wondering when we get the rest of the Tower of Joy. Episode six or seven, I think. Uh, so so Cersei heads to the small console, and, and we get this whole back and forth. Jamie's like, listen, 
Shut up. Stop cutting Cersei down. Listen, we get it. Listen, Kevin, we all want the same thing. We all want Marjorie not to do that walk. And we want to fucking bring down this smug asshole. And Jamie kind of mitigates the situation and gets into Kevin's face and says, listen, Kevin, you don't want Lancel to be there forever. We need to, we need to stop the civil war with ourselves and go and fucking get this. Jamie organizes it all. I don't know if this was Cersei's plan or Jamie's plan. He goes to the Tyrells. Get your fucking forces here. We all saw the trailer. Get your forces. I want you behind me. And we're going to go drag that sparrow out and kick his fucking ass. And we have a zombie on yeah. our side. We're fucking going to fuck these people up. So then we go off to the Iron Islands, and this is where time gets all fucked up. Okay, because oh. uh, Joe was talking about this in the last in our feedback episode last week, and uh, Tyr- uh, T- excuse me, Theon has made it back to the Iron Islands in a snap, and uh, Asha comes in. I mean, excuse me, Yara comes in, and with I thought you were dead, they go back and forth. In, in, in apparently the same amount of time that it takes. Uh... Like, he's got a whole bunch of land to ride across. He's got to go back past fucking Winterfell. Mm-hmm. He's got to find himself a fucking boat. I sped through it a little bit. I do want to say how much I love Jamie Lannister in that scene. I love cocky Jamie. I love Jamie in control. And I even love Cersei in that scene. She, in this episode, I like crazy fucking... Tw- idiot like ah crazy fume cersei in the in the books but she's biding her time in a very interesting way that's giving making me yeah. very happy i enjoy this aspect of king's landing i like lannister strikes back i like how our even La- lady elena is thinking you know i'm gonna use cersei's crazy pantsness for my advantage right now to help marjorie out yeah, yeah, it's time to drop my shit. I think i think she could do a good job with helping me in this situation yeah. oh yeah it was, it's just awesome stuff. Okay, so then Asha comes into Theon and they go back and forth. I don't even want to talk about this scene because it's just so fucking emotional. It, Theon, I just you feel for him as he's just crying there in that situation. I know no one feels bad for Theon when when it really comes down to it, but because he caused a lot of it for himself. But the element of her going in there to save him and in that moment, I like how we had closure. There were two things in this episode. Yeah. This is the second of the two. The other was with Hardhome that. I've been waiting for closure on a scene and it's good to see, finally see, I keep wanting to call her, uh, call her Asha. Yara and Theon interacting and having a talk about what had happened was really, really strong for me. And seeing Theon lose his shit about how he knows that her trying to be as strong as she can because she's getting ready for the King's mood and thinking that this might be a challenge for her and trying to suss out why he's here right now. It, it's, you, it was heartbreaking watching her try to hold back yeah. the emotion she wanted to show for him, at least how I was reading it from her eyes, that she wanted to embrace him and tell him, it's all right, little brother, I know what you've been through, it's so hard, but she can't do that right now, and yeah. and he's just a... Uh, he, he's, just, he's just a bump in the... He, he's a speed bump into her road to becoming queen. I, I love I love this scene. I, it I, it did as Timo said. It almost brought a tear to my eye. I, it, it's that and the John John and Sansa stuff were had me on that edge for the uh, the John and Sansa stuff got me. I actually done. cried. I was choked up. I couldn't talk for a few minutes. Tully's better. Naughty admitted being wrong. It, it was a good emotional twist when Theon realized Yara came for him because Ramsay sent them his dick. <laughs> Jamie still has a dick. Yeah. That's why. Uh, gold emblem. Uh, what fuck trio? Uh, that Theon saved. Thank you to all the yeah. new faces. I see a lot of new 
awesome faces in the live chat on YouTube, the live motherfucking chat. You guys are fucking amazing for coming here and checking us out. Uh, huge fucking turnout again. We are so fucking thankful to everyone that's been tuning in every week to talk about Game of Thrones. Uh, as we said before, cannot say enough thanks to Carmine. Cannot say enough thanks to our Red Sox fan for all spreading the word, for Devin for spreading the word, for all of our friends, and huge thanks to Sunny Day as well, who shared us in the Free Folk. That means a shit ton as well. Uh, thank you to everyone. The, I'm not ending the show. I just wanted to pause and, and make sure I got down on my hands and knees and kissed your uh, ki kissed your kneecaps for a second, guys, because this really means more than we can admit, more than we can say in words to us to be able to come out here and bullshit to you guys. So, okay. So, uh, so let's continue here. Uh, Often we're gonna zip through the episode. We're gonna get to all the calls, the people that are on hold, uh, and we're gonna get to. I think we got a couple of voicemails as well. Off to Ramsey and o and uh, Osha, Ramsey with an apple. He uh, thinks she's cleaned up nice. Yada yada yada. They have. She tries the same sexy move. Yada yada yada. She looks at a knife that's on the table and doesn't grab it for some reason and doesn't make the first move. Yada yada yada. She. This is almost. This is a. Okay, it's a sad moment, obviously. Ramsey's, we're supposed to think Ramsey's on top of everything. It pissed me off a little bit because in the sense of we know her to be smarter than this. When she looks at yep. the knife and realizes she has a one-second moment to grab that knife and try to stab him, she shouldn't wait for the second opportunity. She shouldn't have let him have the opportunity to suss her out. As soon as she saw that knife, she should have gone for it. And, but I think they made it a point to show us that she saw it before she went for it. And she tried to go in and make him a little bit more reserved. She went for the dick grab before she went for the knife grab, where she should have just gone on him and grabbed the knife and tried. At least it would have been a better effort. I think it made her look slower than she really is. And I also like the reference to the Thens. I thought that was a funny line where, yes. where yeah. he's like, you, you, you know I flay people. And she's like, well, do you eat them afterwards? <laughs> and, and, and you're nothing. You're pussycat, Ramsey. <laughs> but yeah, no. The the first clue that she shouldn't have gone for that fucking knife was that Ramsey put it down so it was far, there. far away, yeah. and that it was there in the first place. It was so obviously a setup. Yep, it's I a trap. She was so much. It's a trap. Me too. It, mm, yeah, it, it's like it. she 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 uh, all that time with the umbers made her a little dumb. You know, she's eaten too well. She's lost a little bit of her of her free folk nature. Ten year old for the last like two years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not forgiving Sansa or Theon or even Jamie. I just like Jamie more of uh, the things I don't like. Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting. And I was saying everyone in the live chat, I also have to say a huge fucking love to all the FOPs, the huge awesome people that are sitting in the Discord group having the uh, having the less uh, less hype, less uh, fast paced going conversation, having some amazing discussions. KLC, Corey, Amy, Sam, Timo, uh, checking you got Oleg von Lichtenstein uh, is in there. Nice. Uh, hanging out with Robert Baratheon. Love you guys so much. Thank you so much. Okay. Enough of that. So here we go. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, uh, Ramsey kills her. <laughs> so, so here we go. And Rick and my, the point I want Phil for what I was saying about my theory about, uh, that bad blood between D and D and George R didn't George say that, uh, after watching her on the show, she was going to make it a bigger character in the books. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, he did. That he was oh, gone. Yep. Bye bye. bye. Was Have that, that was... a bigger character in the books, George? Boom. Was that a fuck you? It. You're so you're you're speculating that was a fuck you to George. I'm, oh my god. I'm back on the fuck you, George train. 
Oh my yeah. gosh. George, George is giving a fuck you. And then he released. Right? Come on. Am I not right? <laughs> People in the chat in the comments section will, will, uh, space pants. <laughs> no, space pants. Me no, period. Emil Clark no, no, shit right. talks. Le- Read this guys. Emil Clark shit talks Lena for using a body double. That ain't no body double guys. Ramsey wins the show and then gets destroyed by the white walkers. Hashtag Theon's wiener's life matters. <laughs> this ain't about, this ain't about the uh, bag. Hashtag fuck you, George train. Uh, Ramsey needs to die. What they could, what they could have done with her. Anyone think that John and Mira are twins. Leanna gives birth to twins, possibly Ned and, and John takes Howland to, to Mira. No what HBO it, in the woods. I do with the wiener. Is it possible OSHA may have survived? No, I guess not. That John Muir theory is garbage. They look nothing alike in the books. I caught fire because the actors look alike. D&D couldn't hold a GR... George R. R. Martin's cock cock strap. I am <laughs> George R. R. Martin is at home eating gluten free Cheetos on his couch. Get off George. He's already too fat. I don't think. No, we were saying anyone that wasn't familiar with what we're saying is Joe was speculating a couple of weeks ago that there is a that there is a rift forming between the two of them and thinks that this is more evidence of the fuck you back and forth. Joe wasn't saying fuck you to George. How, how like you- I think that. Book five was uh, book six was supposed to be out before season six. And because uh, some things didn't go the way that the two parties didn't see eye to eye, uh, George stepped back, stopped writing episodes, stopped being a part of the show. This, the, this and is, then they finally said, oh, well, you didn't put out the fucking book. So we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. We call and this. After, and this was kind of a thing that George had made statements that he really liked the actress who was going to make. Joe, I just want to be clear before before uh, this. This isn't anything we know. This is the, the, the Dirty Locks conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is my tinfoil hat behind the scene tinfoil hat about what's going on with some of the direction the show's taking. And Iron Iron Throne has a good point. Iron Throne does have a good point though in the chat. George R. R. Martin is not the type that eats gluten-free guys. Come on. <laughs> South Park, George R. R. Martin, Wiener Wiener Wiener, hilarious. Okay, so then we go when we go up to Castle Black and it's dinner time at Castle Black. Uh don't worry, we have two hours for that, buddy. We're gonna get to I'm gonna clear the decks of the callers before we before we call it an evening. Off the case the the gates of Castle Black, and they're eating uh with the Bolton soldier shows up. Tormund loves Brienne. It's like Joni loves Chachi, but sexier. And uh they're eating bad food. And Sansa with a little strike to to Sansa of a few Sansa of a few seasons ago says there's more important things than lemon cakes about the food. I shouldn't specifically say that, but I'm paraphrasing what she says there. You know, there's there, you know, there's things more important than lemon cakes. So then a letter arrives for John for the Lord Commander. John says it's not. I'm not the Lord Commander anymore. And uh, John starts to read the letter. Uh, it's it's to the traitor and bastard John Snow. You betrayed the North in your own kind. Winterfell is mine. Bastard, come and see. Rickon is in our dungeon. His direwolf skin is on my floor. Come and see. And give me my wife or I will come up North and I will kill them. I'll kill all the wildlings. And John's like, okay, just yada, yada, yada is off. And Sansa's like, no, I want to read the rest. Let me, let me read the rest. And she grabs the letter out of his hand and she, she reads, she goes, you will surrender your sister or I will rape your sister. Then have all my men come up and rape her. Then we're going to have the, the rest, the dogs rape her. Then the dogs eat all your brothers. Then we're going to let the horses rape what's left of her. <laughs> and I'm going to cut out your heart with a spoon. Uh, and, I say we let him go. No. And and then Sansa is. He calls himself Lord of Winterfell. Yep. And Warden, Warden of, of yep. the North. This, for people, that have, 
for people that have heard this term before but never have wondered what it was because people relatively stayed vague about it but mentioned the term this is the pink letter or the bastard letter that people uh, that people have talked about or you might have seen the term before and it was used in the book in a somewhat different way but somewhat similar way I won't get into that in case people haven't read it and don't want to be spoiled with the events that happened but there is a similar sort of thing that people were a lot of people were wondering if got brought to the show so Sansa immediately figures this all out what Joe was just saying Ramsay killed Roos he's the lord now and John's like, you don't know. No, no, no. We know that. And then Zaz is like, listen, Torment. She does. She doesn't even fuck around with John here. She goes right to Torment. Torment, how many men you got? And she's like, he's two thousand good men. Well, well, John, you need to go to all around all the houses that used to support uh, Rob and say, I'm a Stark. I'm here. Fucking do it. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. Yeah. And John goes, I don't know. And she goes, listen, dude. Whether you're doing it with me or not, I'm doing it. Come on, let's do it. And John finally goes, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. So hopefully he'll be more excited about it later. So here we go to our final scene of the episode. And we talked a lot about this through the whole episode. We get all the calls talking, bring in Drogo's widow. And and uh, we talk about, uh, we don't care about, what do we care about her? She's just a fucking little whitehead midget. We don't give a shit about her. They start talking yeah. about how she's, uh, she's, she's just sick. She's, uh, the masters from Yunkai want her. Fuck the masters. Danny says, uh, listen, guys, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And starts going with her Danny stuff, uh, reading the script. You know, I, the, 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 the stallion that mounted the world and fuck you guys. And I'm in charge and eat a dick. I'm Daenerys Stormborn here. They all laugh at her and they say, okay, guys, I, I actually messed up. There's, there's, there's two scenes in this episode that talk about animals having sex with people. So I, I combine them. In the last scene with, with the, the Boltons, there was no talk of horses having sex with Sansa. It was just the dogs. It was this scene when the Dothraki say that, oh, you are one crazy cunt. And my horse, and we're going to all rape you. And then after we're done, our horses are going to take turns. And she smiles through the whole thing. Yeah, and she smiles through the whole thing. And this is what, again. It just pisses him off even more. The yep. smug look. Yep, and she fucking takes the hand, takes her hand on the on the oh, fire piles. All their jaws drop because she just she's not even phased. When her hand mm. goes on that, they're all like, "Oh fuck, what? we're fucked." And she, she spills it over, and fire goes everywhere. This is this is where the thing, the question needs to be asked, or I have to ask the question: Did she set that room up? Did Dar? Like, how come the fire yes. spread so? quickly did Dari is that what Dario and Jorah helped her with what scatter some wildfire type stuff or some gasoline well, whatever some okay, it was it was uh, oil Those it was oil large oil lamps yeah, so oh, okay so it just sort of yeah. slid across the floor okay because someone in the ch someone had asked the question if she was controlling the fire I don't think she was controlling the fire but it did almost look like that in the scene I don't yes. think it, I don't yeah, think she was yeah, okay, good. So it just sort of spread like wildfire. H horse fuck Danny tired. Wood around if you noticed it was pretty uh pretty yeah, barren, no, rocky. A couple dung and grass. A couple and people think it might have been the room might have been set up room had to be set up set yeah, up for sure. Because they also barred the doors and there were two mm. dead guys outside, so they definitely knew and she had definitely told them to make sure that these people can't get the fuck out. Yeah. So maybe they did have some time and opportunity because she had some sort of plan and she had this other woman 
this young girl helping her to possibly not just keeping her mouth shut. So maybe they did spread a little bit extra oil around yeah. or, or wipe the walls down a little bit because that fire did look much, directionally to it. Yeah. Yes, yes. It might have well, been. Well, it, she spilled it and the fire went where the oil spilled. So in a sense, she was directing. Yeah. Uh, to put out flambeau stuff. Magic. And they locked the door. Yeah, Timo just said and they locked the door. It might have been that the Khaleesi's that went to the water with Danny. Did she ask for Oh, it might have been that Khalees. Good, good point, Oliver from Liechtenstein. And Timo has a question. Where the hell is Braun? I'm having Braun withdrawals. I said this before. I don't think we're going to see Braun until Jamie goes off to the Riverlands. And then Braun's going to be his companion in that. Uh, and that's when I think we're going to see Braun again. I think he's probably... Braun's probably gone till then, I would guess. Oh my god, that smug smirk of Danny. A smug smirk of Danny. The door gets shut from the outside. All these calls burn. She takes the last one, Carl Morrow, I think his name is, and just pushes it on him. And then we get the scene from the outside where all the Dothraki are gathering to the hut that's burning or the temple that's burning. And Danny opens the door. We see her figure coming through, and she comes to the front of the fuck through the fire to the front in front of all the Dothraki, fucking naked as a fucking jaybird. Like fuck you to haters. Look at it. Look at them. Fucking just sitting there smiling. The Daenerys that I know that doesn't give two shits about that is just up there like. Yeah, motherfuckers. Yeah. And this is one of those things. I'm not going to get down on a fucking boob rant thing here. We've done it enough. We've been there. We've yep. said our piece about it. What I'm just going to say is this is one of those scenes that if they had done it like they did when you first show up the scene where she's still in smoke and you kind of never actually see it, it would have been noticeable. Just like the sex awful. scenes. This was a moment where nudity was needed yeah, for the scene, and it worked. Yeah. So, uh, so if that was her body, applaud to her for going outside her contract and that for needing it in the scene. It isn't about seeing tits always. It's sometimes taking you out from a visual aspect. It, I yes, joke. We joke a lot about it, and that scene really worked. So, applause. No more. I don't want to talk about yeah, the yes. shit she, she didn't do. The, it fucking really worked. Congratulations to get her to do it. Whether if maybe it was CG, people can tell me later, and I can she sound like an asshole. Be, she needed good. to be. She needed to be naked in that scene. She needed to present herself because it's a completely different thing. We have the CGI. juxtaposition of what's going on in King's Landing at the moment, where Cersei was paraded through the streets and naked shamed. and shamed for it, yeah. and and the threat that that's going to happen to Marjorie, and again she'll be shamed uh, for it. Whereas Joe, this queen is presenting powerful. herself to everybody stark naked this is her this is her being born from the fire this is her we have a quote uh, taking control and being powerful. powerful we have an official quote from emile clark to ew news that is all me all proud all strong that ain't no body double so yeah. i no. so that, it wouldn't make sense that it would fuck, be it yeah. would be it would be awful Go now girl. like i said before i, think I would love they, it mark they did some touch up they did some uh they needed to make the the glow well, the on her skin from the glow effect, yes. and maybe make her tanned up a little. Someone says it's a body, bit. guys. <laughs> guys, calm down. <laughs> laughing my ass. I know. I just right. think it in the it is a body. It's 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 it, like Phil you. said. It's not the it's not the point of the boobies themselves. It's the point Except of the that fact that, that it needed it needed it is always there. And I love boobies, but the fact boobies. is 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 the scene needed it. It needed it uh, to for the whole story. And another point that that like Phil or the comments pointed out that it was her going back to the beginning. Yeah. Uh, to vase Dothrak yeah. where she first ate the heart, where she's first going to have her mm -hmm. stallion that mounts the world and all this shit. So it's, um, it's very, it was, it was very important to the whole scene that, and like Phil said, it absolutely, you can absolutely tell when a, uh, uh, we, uh, 
a, a movie or a show is, beep, 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 is beep, beep. directing the camera or the blankets to news flash joe it. loves titties news flash from the chat <laughs> joe news loves flash. titties so guys before Yo. we before we call it an evening let's finish up the calls we got a bunch of people on hold and we're gonna make sure we get to all of your calls that are on hold so uh, and then we're gonna jump in the chat and do sort of a lightning around the chat so everyone thank you so much and if you haven't already we're not ending quite or quite so far but if you like this video and you haven't already please hit the subscribe button it would mean a lot and please hit that like button and share the channel with a friend if you think you know somebody that might enjoy this but so let's now let's take a couple calls area code 716 welcome to the show what's going on Hey guys, back again. Uh, it's been a great season so far. Um, mm -hmm. What's next? I mean, from what we've seen from the uh, the previews for the next episode and everything else from the rest of the season, I mean, where do we go from here? Uh, quick question. And quick everybody, quick. subscribe. Qu Thank please. you, buddy. Quick question for you, caller, before I let you go. I was I, my HBO Go didn't load up till 15 minutes in. It was 10 9:15 before the episode started for me. So I sort of ran in the other room right as the episode ended. So I didn't get a chance to see previews from next week. Can you tell me, caller, what was on previews for next week? The car was like, oh, no. God, you put me on the spot. Uh, so, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> Sorry. That, no, that's okay. Um, there was, there was big, big people from – Both you guys, uh, everybody. Game of Thrones wow. doing stuff. Okay, thank you. I, I put – Joe couldn't figure it out either. Sorry to put you on the spot, Colin. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. You're like, remember when I told you to subscribe? That guy Phil's an asshole. He puts you on the – don't call in. He puts you on the spot. He's such a dickhead. But, no, th thank you so much, Colin. Good, good, good call. Uh, let's do – I remember Brandon White Walkers. Yeah. Brandon White Walkers. Okay. Uh, so it's so it's on the chat. Oh, I put him on the spot. Don't be too hard on him in the chat. That that's difficult. No, that's typically, yeah. I was like, I was like, dude, what's going on? You know, you yeah, tell that's me like that. That's like a severe like name that tune yeah. like when someone just hums a few bars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, what, what's my name again? Yeah. Name it. Someone in the chat says my yeah. Usually the HBO Go starts uh, on time for me. For some reason, it didn't load up till uh, till four till okay. seven fifteen. Well, uh, let's take another. Let's let's take another call. What's your? <laughs> I'm like no. Take the call. Take the call. What's going on? Area code four two three. What's going on? Uh, what's going on, Phil? Uh, Katie and Joe. Just a couple things. I'm, I was wondering if Katie was ever going to bring the wolf back. Ooh, good question, Katie. Good question. And uh, did y'all notice how right when um Theon walked in? And Yara was in the same position that Balon was in whenever he first come back in the second season, the exact same way. And he ta she talks to him just like Balon does without even looking at him. Yeah, very good that, point. I mean, very good point. Sorry, sorry, the phone ends up cutting off. But uh, but yeah, very very good point about that. And uh, she does. She's she's echoing her father's sentiments to him. Little finger or something. Fuck, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, and uh, area code one 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 one. Are you there? One one. Hodor. 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 One one. Hodor. Door ho. Area code four six nine. Four six nine. Pucker up those knees, Phil. Get over here, Mark. Uh, area code four six nine. What's going on? Hey guys, how are you doing? Doing awesome. How about you? Doing pretty great. Uh, procrastinating from studying for my exams that I have tomorrow because Game of Thrones is taking precedent, obviously. Yeah. Good priorities. Um, I, I just uh, I wanted to uh, mention that uh, you know Daenerys 
has some patchy acting sometimes, but uh, one of my favorite parts about this episode was uh, the, uh, the the evil kind of expression she had on her face as she uh, was like mm-hmm. listening to them tell them how they're going to rape her and everything. And also oh, yeah. her kind of reenactments of Carl Drogo's um, speech about how he's going to take over the world for Daenerys because I was going back to season one and I was watching that scene and, and it's really epic feeling and, and she did a really great job uh, mirroring that thing. That crazy expression on her face just makes me think that, you know, we're we're gonna see Mad Queen type stuff coming fairly soon. I think. Yeah, you you know you know I'm with you on that one. I I think I think I'm hard on her when it needs to be hard on her, especially when you have such 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 great actors on the show. Oh yeah, I'm hard when I want to be hard with her. But but she does pull off she does pull off some good moments on the show. When she's on, she's on, and it's just there's a lot of great moment. Yada 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 yada. Great moment yeah, with her storyline, yeah. and this was a great moment, and and, uh, and this, this I I too enjoyed that. Great great call call. This isn't a Mad Queen moment, as far as I'm concerned. No, this yet. is a moment of this woman is hundreds of miles from any of her army, and alone and being threatened with death or to be enslaved in this area for the rest of her life. Fair game, dude. But I know, Turned but it's not about that though. It's 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 not, about the, it's not about that. It's not about that, Joey. You said the same thing last year when she burned the other people. It's not about her doing it to protect herself. It's about how she's enjoying and the feeling I feel like is coming through on her face and in her body language when she, it's happening. It's giving her a drug high. It's not about because I do agree with you. She's doing the right things in both situations. I feel like she's just getting off on it a little bit, and that's going to drive her insane by loving the sound and the feel and the smells of the flames, like the Mad King did. Is that a better? I'd be pretty satisfied if I had to listen to the shit that that dude was saying to her, and then watch knowing I was about to watch him burn. (laughs) Right? Yeah, you would do this to me after raping me and having your horses. Yeah, I would be so very happy and satisfied. Like a cute little kitten. Yeah, exactly. His prey when someone when die. someone does this horrible stuff to your family and everything and you want justice, you wanna go and watch the electric chair, don't you? And what? What's that the just... what's the look on your face supposed to be? Sad? Uh no, fair fair enough, Joe. Agree uh, like... agree to agree to disagree on this one. Um No no, no but I, I your point too i do i do absolutely see your point that smug look continued as she looked over her crowd all on their knees and she was getting off on the fact that not she just that powerful. she was feeling that power but also that she murdered those not murdered but uh punished those men no, <laughs> or I mean, something she derived her sense of power from she did get, she that did have some joy in this so let's clear let's 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 uh let's clear our phone call deck uh this is area code Four zero four. Welcome to the show. Four zero four. What's going on? Hey guys, what's up? It's Sunny Day. Hey Sunny Day, what's going on, buddy? Nothing much, guys. How are you, Joe, Katie, Phil? Yeah, I was thinking about this. It dawned on me, and I want you guys' opinion. Um, I think the showrunners are paying homage or homage to George R. R. Martin by changing the story up so much. By the time we read the books, it's going to be completely different. That's like, for example, I'm with you. On, I'm with you on that one, 100. percent 
I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah what do you guys think? I'm with you. I, I, like, yeah, 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 I was just gonna say that. This yeah. is where great great point, buddy. And hope you're doing well. And thank you all. Thank you so much, dude, for all the support. You're fucking amazing. Um, of, of course, I love you guys. I'm I'm gonna disconnect so somebody else can get on. But please comment about that. Uh, this is where this is where I think Joe gave his comment essentially because I. Because or our conspiracy theory or your your belief about that, I think I tend to think the other side of that, and more close to what Sunny Day is saying, that they are they're a little tired and maybe fatigued at getting the questions. Like is Georgia to finish, finish his books? And to respect him, they're going off on their own thing because they and they want to create their own separate alternate universe. Hence my Earth One, Earth Two sort of thing. And they're like, and that so they are maybe taking their own liberties and trying to start through the process of it. So I'm kind of looking at that in a similar way, caller. So I think because you agree with me, I think that was an excellent point. No, I think it was an excellent point anyway. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, a genius. A, a genius. Okay. Genius. Yeah. That caller was a genius. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know anything about their relationship or anything like that. That's off of something that Phil told me about them not getting along so well. What? And I just ran with it. I didn't say that. You, you fly, that's liar. That's you gossip monger liar um <laughs> area area code what, sorry i didn't want to scream like sam kennison there uh one one you're uh, you're on with us are you there one one odor 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 okay we're gonna mute that on that uh here we go area code two one four two one four you're on the air what's up two one four Hey guys, this is KLC. Glad I can make it out tonight. Dude, how are you guys doing? Doing awesome. How about you? I, I called another caller you earlier. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah, I heard. It's all good. Anyways, I got two things I want to say. Uh, the first, I think that Daenerys is gonna kind of go all mad queen on us because if you think about it, over the course of the series, like everything's just kind of falling into her lap, and I don't think that her story would really end with her kind of being victorious because I, I don't know, I just think it's been too easy for her over the course of the series. And then I my question for you guys is where do you think the uh Faith Milton story is gonna go? Because I don't really see how it can be resolved and it just hasn't honestly been that interesting to me so far. So where do you guys think that's gonna end up? Um I think it's uh it's I think it's gonna end with Kill Game Ball, of course. Uh Kate Katie Do you think it's going to end with Cersei's death, maybe? Or do you think that it ends with the High Sparrow's death? Would, who would you think is more likely to end up dead in this equation? That's so tough. I, like, I want them both to die horribly. Oh. I think uh, I think we might have someone to clear this up. I think we have... Uh, is it George R. R. Martin? Do we have George R. R. Martin on the line right now? Are you there, George? Oh no! I thought I thought I thought George I thought George had uh had had uh had popped in there for a second. Let's we'll take a, we'll take another call and see if uh see if see if George is here. Uh, we I, we get a couple different people calling from one one one. It must just be it it's uh maybe someone foreign uh, and they and they or correct. maybe it's a call from the internet. Yeah, and they just correct it from, like from, through like an internet. Yeah, or they star or sixty. Yeah, they don't want us to know the number or something like that. Uh, area code nine eight five. I said that so confused. Area code nine eight five. What's up, guys? It's Draven from about a year ago. Hey, Calling up, see how y'all doing? Doing awesome. Had a comment huh? for you, please. Awesome. Well, it goes all the way back to with the uh, the guy in the tree where he told Bran that he'll never walk again, that he'll fly. 
So what if the vision is that Daenerys saw the destruction in King's Landing, it's her going all mad queen, and Bran has to get to the point where he can control a dragon to save everybody and try to sway her. That's like, you know, not going crazy, batshit crazy. I like <laughs> I like it. her because who would convince her more than a talking dragon to join John? I like it. Yeah, the, uh, dude, I like I, 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 <laughs> Dude, awesome stuff. And thank you so much for joining us again this year. I like where your fucking head is at. I like that shit right there. Uh, let's take uh, area code 715. Area code 715, you're on the air. What's going on? Hey, it's Madcap Man Laugh. Hey, called er- earlier about the Umber uh, question. I can't let this go, man. I'm telling you, I just do not see the Umbers screwing them over, man. Dude, I want to believe you. Last night. Go ahead, Phil. I was just, I was just, okay. If you watch season uh, one, ten, uh, Big John Umber was the first one to proclaim Jon Snow, or uh, Rob Stark, King in the North. First King in the North! to proclaim it. He would, he would not kneel or kiss, you know, Ramsey. That, to me, is something, mm-hmm. because he would not vow. You know, he just went around, you did the coont, you know? But <laughs> I just, I'm telling you, when the umbers come out as being on the inside, Madcap Man called that shit. Dude. So I love you guys. Love, love you, too. Sid Barrett forever, buddy. Sid Barrett forever. Lots of love. Lots of love, buddy. Uh, I love that guy. Uh, he's a fucking huge Sid Barrett fan as well with myself. I'm saving you, uh, uh, buddy. I, I know I've seen you on hold. You're going to be our fucking uh, last caller. So uh, i got a few more calls to take right here. Area code 816. Welcome, 816. Hey, how are you, Phil? Oh, hey. How's it going? What's going on? Good. Um... All right, there was, like, a scene that, like, really, like, stood out to me on today's show. It was, like, when Elena, Elena Tyrell, there's something that she says that sounds, like, really arrogant. She's like, well, (laughs) if it's them, it's either them or us. She says something like that. So it's making me kind of think that I I feel like the Sparrow is setting them up by telling that information to Tommen and then knowing Mm. that Tommen is going to go and say something to his mother. So I feel like later on, like, whenever, um, you know, like, the Tyrell army goes and marches against, Mm. like, the, you know, marches up against, like, the the Sept of Baylor, like, I think something, like, some kind of twist is going to happen. I think think you're right on that. Just you saying that made me think about maybe what the plan is, is by bringing the, by making Jamie and Cersei and the Kingsguard, the Lord of the Kingsguard there, Jamie, okay with you bringing your whole army there, it's easy for you to take control of King's Landing right afterwards, because you have your whole military there, and then you can just kick Cersei out, and you can take, use your military to oust any of the Lannister regime regime that's getting in the way and oust Jamie or whatever you want to do send Jamie off of the Lannister army so it so it kind of makes them pacify Cersei and Jamie to allow for so that they won't go all fucking crazy twin powers activate on trying to get your army there or something like that so that could possibly be it but or it could be something else but great point caller yeah. thank you Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that the um, that college definitely onto something that the High Sparrow said that to Tommen, oh, yeah. knowing that Tommen yeah. was going to go spill them. Yeah, it's it, he he played Tommen's not Tommen's not that smart to be able to get a secret, and the High Sparrow is too smart to not know that he's going to lie to him. Uh, so here we go. A uh, few more calls, and then we've got uh, George R. R. Martin on the line too, waiting for us. Uh, Erico four six nine, what's going on? 
Hey again, guys. Um, I just wanted to make one more point about how uh, in the Daenerys scene, um, obviously there was a really important part where she set the rear on fire, but there was something interesting earlier where uh, Morrow or whatever his name is mentions that you know one of one of the one of the leader groups in Slaver's Bay offered ten thousand horses for Daenerys. Now, mm-hmm. what this makes me think is that because you know messages take time to travel in a world where you don't have email, could we see a situation where you know uh, the people in Slaver's Bay realize that oh the queen isn't coming back she's in custody of the Dothraki they don't know she's taking control of the Dothraki they revolt against Marine. And then dinner shows up with, you know, 100,000 blood riders and slaughters mm-hmm. all of them as shit's hitting the fan over yeah. there. Yeah. The, the thing that I think you're missing is I don't think that, that it's necessarily that there's been communication between Vase Dothrak and the, and the masters like that, where as much as it's been since the moment that she flew off and has been disappeared from Marine, they have put a bounty mm-hmm. on her head. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that they care about, uh, the, the Dothraki care about, are horses. Gold's not really going to do yeah, it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Horses are more valuable. Um, oh, quick, 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 quick. We'll play this voicemail and then. Uh, yeah, we'll... Hi, everyone. It's uh, George Martin here. I think this season I've tried to be much more uh, Tolkien in my approach to the characters than in the past few seasons. I used to do a lot of shades of gray for people like Ramsey and Cersei, but the black and white distinctions are becoming. Uh, Ever more clear as time goes on. Yes, yeah, Cersei. Also, I'm Azor High. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I knew it. You knew, knew it, George. It. George, oh. what an asshole! I think we have George's handler here, the Walking David. Walking David's been working uh, PR for George R. R. Martin for years now, so <laughs> we we got it. We got him on the line right here. Hey, David, we're gonna take a couple of more voice voicemails, and we got we got our buddy with us here. So. Uh, Okay, let's take uh, let's take one more one more call here, and I want to save the uh, the our best for last here. One more time, everyone. Here is SMB down, uh, trying to save you for the the top off of the night, buddy. I always love your call. So, what's going on, my friend? Hey, what's up, man? Hey. This time I, I typed my stuff out so I wouldn't forget. <laughs> I like OSHA it. Has always used <laughs> yes. that. Hello. Yeah, keep going. You got it. Hello. Yep, you're on. Yeah, OSHA has always used sex to get what she wants. Remember when she escaped from Winterville before? She had sex with Dion to get out of there. And actually, to me, OSHA's plan wasn't dumb because 99% of men would have been distracted by her grab by her grabbing their dick unless unless they were gay. So to me, that was always like how she thought. Second, Ramsey um, is uh, Ramsey is not the person I hate most uh, in this in this um, thing. Fucking Tommen is. She's like <laughs> such a weak little punk. Um, John asked Tor- uh, John asked Tormund how many people he had. Not Sansa. It was it, Sansa just said like um, something to the effect of oh, like yeah. oh the people in the north will follow we'll you follow because your ass, you know yeah. you're like you're a Stark yeah. or whatever. I'm not sure how well that will go with the uh, with the wildlings following him. Another thing is, um, they had um, they had to put accelerant on the floor to make it burn because rock and, and dirt does not burn. Just naturally, that won't burn, and it wouldn't. Have, and the, even if they even if they like the, the the fire fell, the coals wouldn't have spread through that to make the rest of the place burn unless you pushed it directly onto the structure. 
Danny wasn't um, uh, loving watching the people being burned. I went back and literally watched the scene as you guys were talking on um, YouTube. She was showing strength, but she was not, like, smiling like she was enjoying Oh, the she kiss. was touching her and nipples. The really killed the dire wolf. I don't <laughs> care if they, if they, um, if they're, if this is a, if this is a plan. They killed the fucking dire wolf. Fuck them. Yes, and good last call on that one. Fuck the umbers. Either way, they killed the fucking wolf. Fuck that shit. Let's see if we yeah. can get one, one, one more time. One, one. Are you there? Hodor. 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 Hodor? Are you seriously Hodor? Willis? Willis. Willis? Yeah, Willis. <laughs> Hodor, Willis. Willis, Hodor. Thank you, Hodor. You have been awesome tonight, Hodor. I love you. Great, great. I love Carl. you too. Take care, buddy. Awesome, awesome great stuff. Call. Awesome, awesome call. That is it. We cleared the fucking deck. Can you believe it? Can you fucking believe it? So, David, all in all, uh, did you enjoy this episode, buddy? <laughs> oh my goodness sorry i got a little bit of uh technical difficulties there not the good kind of technical difficulties really bad stuff but david thank you for joining us and everybody uh anyone that wants wants that uh hasn't already subscribe to the walking david he's doing some awesome uh walking dead reviews right now and he's a good guy that that he does a lot of the voices that you hear uh popping up whether it be little finger george r, r. martin or a couple of other ones Yes, it is. It, and you wonder, yeah. And in some of his Walking Dead videos, he does different characters from The Walking Dead while he's doing the review. It's really funny stuff. So thank you for joining us, David. And uh, always appreciate your messages and stuff. So everybody, thank you so much for joining us. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this video, please hit the like button. Please hit the subscribe button. Uh, let's jump into the live chat. Cody, apt, relapse, puck luck. Fucking amazing stuff. Let's view all the active users here. So many people in the chat. Adrian, Apt, Apulia, Averis, uh, Baghead, Ben, Bruce, Charles, uh, Chonso, Cody, Craig, Daniel, Duchronic, Energy Nutta, G Dozier, Heat, Yvonne, Critch, Chris, Lauren, Lauren, uh, Len, Mark, Michael, P PS1, uh, 119. Puckluck, uh, Robert Liberty, Slavic, Timo, uh, Warbody, the Walking David, the Mad Captive, Laugh, um, Epervescing Elephant with Tiny Eyes and Great Big Tongue with Whisper Tool, we have, you know, never know on Kaviria. Uh, Amy, Timo says, why is everyone giving John shit for being emo? He actually smiled more in this season than the whole series, but they still call him emo. They wanted to be happy. Be happy he died. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Timo. Sam, Corey, Amy, everyone that was in the live chat, sure, Olg von Lichtenstein, and everyone that called in tonight. Huge thank you to everybody. We will be back next week to talk more Game of Thrones. There may not be a feedback show this week. I need to get back on that. I might be going away this week for my birthday, which is on Tuesday, but I will let you guys know for sure uh, about that earlier in the week, or if we pop up, we pop up somewhere, and there'll definitely be some more random content coming up very soon here and there. So everyone, huge thank yous tonight for everybody that joined us. Katie, Joe, you guys, as always, awesome job. And uh, Walking David, thank you so much for popping in, and thank you, as always, for all the... <laughs> all the voices and fun buddy it means a lot to us so my pleasure you guys so everybody also uh if you enjoy the songs that we play in the outro things a couple people have said they enjoyed the songs mm -hmm. you can find in the description box below a link to the soundcloud page where you can get copies of these songs if you would like and as i said before if you haven't already please like the video please subscribe to us if you haven't share it with a friend uh, you can also see in the description box below all sorts of other stuff ways to find us and ways to uh 
to touch us in very special ways. So every <laughs> yes, we will be back oh, next week, everybody. Good. I'll talk to you all soon. So I'm trying to get over to the music. Good night. Good. Get there. Push the music. Why wasn't why isn't it playing? Bye everybody. Grab your sword and shield. It's a stolen horse is real. It's crown off day on a three day course. Final man starts to strafe. Keep this weapon. If you wanna be safe, run around like a stick in the mud In the fairy rains, in the mouths of floods It's funny how evil can push politeness You can't fight, it's a time crisis I just wanted to say, again, a special thanks to everyone that's listening to the audio cast. If you could help us out, if you're listening to this on iTunes or wherever wherever place you're downloading this, head over to iTunes, give us some star ratings, some comments, things like that that could really help the podcast reach even more people. Uh, we'd love to see your comments, see your responses, and yeah, that would mean a ton to us So, and definitely help us get to even more and more people. So huge thanks to all of you guys. For supporting us, you mean just as much to us as everyone that's checking out the live cast over on YouTube as well. But make sure if you can to join us live sometimes and subscribe to Phil's Recap and Review, Phil the Issues Guy on YouTube, and join us there as well so you can get your thoughts in on the live chat. But if you just like listening to the podcast and you want to get some of your thoughts in, you can always call in at 781-990-8509 or text and leave your voicemail or text message and I'll make sure I try to get to it on the show. Again, huge thanks to everybody.